Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom. Chocolakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And we are rolling a little bit earlier this week than we have uh, the past couple of weeks. So we're doing what we like to call old Wasted Wednesday. Bleeding into a throwdown Thursday, man. Having some good times this Wednesday night. That's right. Cranking it up in the basement. Throwing a Skype party. Er, Zoom party. Very 2020-21, of course. And, uh, you know, we we had to check on Whitfield because God bless. We know he doesn't drink a lot. Or if he does, it's the Bartles and Lames. But after that Packers-Bucks game, Lord knows he might actually have an alcoholic beverage on tap tonight. We'll see. Maybe one of those little airplane mini bottles. We'll see. <laughs> but let's go ahead and uh, let's see. Who should we bring in first, man? You know what? I'm just going to see where Music B takes me. And you know what? Uh, we're dropping bombs. Out of the gate, man. First and foremost, that's right. Dad Gum, the one and only Twitter Terminator McGuffin. What's up, brother? Dude, so I can't understand how the Make-A-Wish Foundation, <clears throat> excuse me, don't hurt yourself there, man. <laughs> gave Greg Williams a chance to be a defensive coordinator for a play. <laughs> Green Bay. I just don't understand it. Dude. How, how does that happen? That is fantastic. Oh, my God. I, I don't make a wish. <laughs> the look on Matt's what? face is priceless what? right now. Let's why? Be out. Let's why are you? Mean, why are you? Why are you doing Make a Wish dirty like that, man? Come on. Does <laughs> Greg Williams get in? That's what I'm asking, man. You can't be giving that dude free reign in that organization. You know what? You know what? Uh, he's not with us at the moment. I don't know if he's gonna pop in, pop by, stop in, any of that stuff. Uh, it is D Stat's birthday, right? And I certainly hope that we can get a frame still photograph. Right, of Kevin King getting torched by Scotty Miller, <laughs> right, and ma and maybe send it to Whitfield, right? That's just mean. <laughs> that is pretty terrible. Greg Williams make a wish. Wow. Damn, dude. You wasted. You wasted no time getting it cranking the heat up in this thing man hey man Matt's and you, gonna rant for an hour so well we'll see i'm just trying uh, to get you know what something. if there's anything that deserves <laughs> it it's it's the double dipper out of the gate right you got to get the fail horn for that defense well there's a whole bunch of stuff that deserves a fail horn there yeah. let's be honest and i was trying to find a soundboard that had the soundbite and i it, i just didn't have any success but I did find this clip, and I thought to myself, if anybody would appreciate it, it's the Brew Crew. And quite frankly, there was only one soundbite that seemed to sum up that gutless decision to go for the field goal. Hate it. <laughs> that is some old school right there. <laughs> yeah, in living color, man. Hated it. Uh, you know, I found like a, a couple of video clips, but I couldn't find a good in living color soundboard that actually oh. had that. I was a little disappointed, but either way, I thought that was a great time to, to, to bring that back. Have a little fun with that. But we obviously have to talk about uh, the Packers and the Bucks, and we, you know, the Chiefs and the Bills. Yeah, there's stuff with that game too. Of, of course, we'll we'll talk about that one. That one isn't quite as heated. Well, there were some football fisticuffs in there, but it's hard not to walk away from Championship Weekend and not feel like both the Bills, but in particular the Packers, wasted certain efforts on field, whether that's poor execution, whether it's poor game planning or poor play calling or poor poor coaching, whatever it is, 
they just had more wasted opportunities, and it's hard not to feel. <laughs> Shannon, you're right. This is what they both deserve, in particular Green Bay. How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? I mean, dude, just brutal. Just brutal. So many, so many opportunities. So we'll, many we'll opportunities. Get that. We, get we, we will, we will. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oof. All right, old Randy Giggity Giles. What's going on, brother? Not a whole hell of a lot. Not even 11.30 we're going. Holy shit. I know, it's, it's like amazing. Miracle of Miracles this fine wasted Wednesday. It's not 12.30 or 1. <laughs> or is it Miracle of Miracles? Miracle of Miracles, yes. It is It is certainly a minor beer. Actually, this might be a major miracle as of late. I'll tell you what, man. That's okay. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes that happens. Yeah, very true. Uh, incidentally, so uh, <laughs> Mr. 49ers fan, with all the rumors flying, I think Schefter had something, had some tweet where he was talking about, you know, he believed that, like, maybe 18 quarterbacks would be on the move this offseason, which is wild. And that only – I wanted to say he's, he said something like roughly 10, you know, starters were really locked in. Other than that, you might see a ton of movement in the league. So I guess my question for you is this. If the 49ers move on from Jimmy G, right, who do you hope they end up with and what are you willing to see them pay to get it? Obviously, if I was going to – bet the farm on a quarterback Watson would be great mm-hmm. but I feel like the price would be too high it would be more like it obviously it would do draft picks and maybe a player or two mm-hmm. so I would think so I would think any trade the Niners make for a quarterback would have to involve Garoppolo and for somebody to get someone like Watson we would have to move something uh, we'd have to move like a a key piece as well kind of like i mean granted Mm -hmm. like last season or earlier in the off season this year uh trading buckner uh being a key piece yeah fuck you um two words for you samuel there you go anyway oh man um, i think the most realistic and probably the cheapest uh, quarterback we could I would think would be that would be a good fit uh, would be Stafford uh-huh. I think he because of his age he would come relatively cheap and it could be no more than maybe a second or third round pick and then Garoppolo heading to Detroit that would, be, would you I think of uh, Matt Ryan went to San Francisco obviously obviously that would be a good bet a good match as well just because yeah. Shanahan will know exactly how to use him he would and we've got the weapons mm-hmm uh, be a healthy team. Uh, the, I guess the biggest thing is going to be seeing where the cap is because I know they want to resign Trent Williams, but do they really have the, can they really afford to resign him? It's one of, it's going to be one of those deals. Mm-hmm. So at this point, we'll wait to see what happens after the Super Bowl. Uh, and I, I would love uh, if he, if the price is right, you know, Stafford or, you know, Matt Ryan would be great. Uh, luckily, because but but you feel age. like they're done with Jimmy G. That that's over. No, I, I feel like that. Given the stats that I've seen and what they keep on projecting, that mm-hmm. the Diners are a better team than Garoppolo than the guys they've been putting out there. Well, yeah, obviously due to injury. Sure. 
so and i'm not against the idea of having him play as long as he's healthy you know, he's healthy because when he obviously we've seen when he's gimpy he's just he's just not very good <laughs> and not many quarterbacks are unless you're yeah, that's Patrick tough. Mahomes. hey what turf toe I thought yeah, he had so turf anyway, toe. Hey. Where was that at? All the all that talk about the turf toe. He's that dude was just running all over. He was fine. What the hell, man? The Chiefs have, the Chiefs pool sharked us the whole damn year, bro. You y'all realize that, right? <laughs> the Chiefs freaking. I'm like, man, they've been playing with fire. You know, they're maybe they were hot and stuff. Well, yeah, they were hot and stuff. Like like flat out. <laughs> they're like they're like whatever. Watch us actually use our our defense in the playoffs. It's gonna get much better. Oh, okay. There, there it is. Great. Well, good for them. It's just <laughs> funny, man. They're, they're just messing with betters, dude. They're like, eh. <laughs> Screw your spread. <laughs> F, F your couch. <laughs> oh, man. It's kind of like market and uh, taking it. Uh, whatever happened with that Kentucky bet the other day, Shannon? I should have had him bet yesterday instead of uh, Saturday. Because <laughs> um, mm. they... they Showed up Saturday, but yesterday, I mean, they played Alabama tough, but I mean, this, this team just, is just not gonna. This, this college basketball season's a mess, dude. It's, 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 it's a mess. Blue bloods are struggling. Yeah. The blue bloods miss the preseason, the early season, you know, work out the, the kinks and the, yeah. the team. And when you kind of go right into conference play and you play your, tough non-conference schedule mm-hmm. it's, it's it's a wash this year for <clears throat> i mean duke's not doing so hot kentucky's not doing hot no D- um, duke's a mess duke's a mess so. i mean Co- coach k's getting into it with like student reporters asking him. i mean you know what i'm saying like it, yeah yeah they're, they're a mess you know but so. but it's ripe for one of these other teams to finally like people are like oh nobody else ever wins well here's your year can gonzaga <laughs> actually win a title i, I mean, mean that's that's the question man bruh you gotta can get they, it gotta get it done son finally get it done. maybe uh so look uh randy I, i'll say this man i don't i don't know what the 49ers are gonna do and i've been thinking about the stafford thing because people have talked about stafford to you know maybe the uh, redskins or the whiffs would be interested in him and i gotta tell you i don't want him I think in the right spot, he he might, might have some upside, but maybe it's like uh, Kirk Cousins-itis or something about that guy. I feel like, you know, has he ever won when it's really mattered? Has he produced when it's really mattered? I don't care about big, fat comebacks. You know, I mean, he's been in the league a while. I don't think he, he doesn't have a single playoff victory, if I remember correctly. Um, he's gotten there, but he hasn't. He's gotten there, and he had, you know, he had Megatron for, I mean... I, I don't know. I don't. I don't have a lot of faith now. Maybe with Kyle Shanahan, it's a little bit different, particularly if that team's healthy and that defense. But it just I keep every time I think about Stafford, unless the price is is right. My concern is that you, get, you have to do compensation, you have to do a new contract. He's had some back issues, so who knows where that's going to go. But even if he's healthy, I don't. I, I just I, I feel like Shade like he's a rich man's Kirk Cousins instead of actual Kirk Cousins, right? So I'm not I'm not really convinced. But in the right situation, maybe there's better upside. Maybe that's just some of the stank, the stankness of the Lions, right? Because uh, they've been a mess for a while, and uh, God, I mean, bless them, they've tried. But you know, that's been the Packers and the Bears, and you know, really Detroit. So. Uh, yeah, but, uh, and if he even comes to the West, uh, that's still a 
not exactly a very friendly division for him to be in. Yeah. So but I, maybe Detroit just maybe is the the, the, stig, the stigma, the stench of Detroit. Maybe. Maybe. But even then, I figure two or three good seasons, and he, that would be about it out of him. So obviously, he's not the answer. He's just a player. Well, the way I look it's at short it. term. I mean, yeah. you know, he certainly could be. And some of that is it becomes a matter of health and a matter of fit. But for a team that is built well, a team like Indianapolis, um, a team like 49, the 49ers, I mean, there are, there are certainly teams that he could go to and he should be successful, right? I just don't know. I don't know how much confidence I have that he is like the proverbial. And it's going to sound close. I don't know how much of a winner he is you know what i'm saying like what do what do his numbers really mean what has he won what has he really accomplished and maybe that's really unfair uh to hold that against him but it's just sometimes i I just wonder if his numbers are you know garbagey he doesn't have he doesn't he doesn't have quality wins you know what i mean like he's put up numbers but what have they won so i don't know i will say this it's a chance for him to change that narrative Getting out of Detroit, getting on, you know, if, whoever, wherever he ends up, or wherever he ends up, whatever team he ends up with, it's a chance for him to rewrite the, you know, this is his next chapter. So I would, I, I don't harbor any ill will towards the dude. I wish him well, but I'm not keen on the whiffs giving up any significant compensation for the guy. Right. Um, you know, again, if he's a second or a third, that fine, sure, go for it, but. You know, I don't want to see them give – and I, I'm hard-pressed to see any team being like, yeah, man, we'll throw a couple of ones at you for the guy. Deshaun Watson's going to take a lot of compensation. Mm-hmm. Given his age, I would say he's worth it, okay? But he clearly is trying to steer where he's going to go. Matt Ryan, well, he's on the back end. Yeah, I mean, you know that. But, I mean, he would at least mm-hmm. be a good fit with uh, Shanahan. Um, I think, quite frankly, the the it, and it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Okay, but the one that the most kind of entertaining idea was this. I the, obviously and this was just quick reactions to the Packers Bucks game and some of Aaron Rodgers post game pressers was like, can you imagine if he left Green Bay and he was with he was in he was with the 49ers? Holy crap. Now, that would be that would, would be incredible. He would definitely have weapons. Oh, my God. The upside there would be ridiculous, but I mean, poor we Whitfield. Know it's not going to happen. No, it's not. I mean, he'll he'll be a Packer. Um, he'll be a Packer. I mean, he would have to just flat force his way out of there. And I, you have to give people a little bit of time. I mean, in the right in the aftermath of a game of, of that kind of game, you know, there's a lot of salt, man. There's a lot of salt to wound, man. He's he wasn't happy with the coaching decisions, and yeah, I mean that that's a tough way to go out. It's a tough. That's a real tough way to go out. So, and he, he sounded exasperated, you know, in, in the post game presser. Sounded like he was just kind of done with some things. He needs some time, and you have to give people a little bit of time after a game like that to process it, to you, you know, kind of heal, lick their wounds a little bit, and then get back get back on the stick. So they're not doing anything. They're not moving away from him, obviously. But like the, the idea of Rodgers and San Fran, I was like, oh man, I would hate it. Obviously, I'm a Packers fan. That's why I hate it. But that was like, woo, that's super intriguing. Anyway, I guess if we're going there, we got to get him up in here. So let's see. What does, what does he get? Man, we'll go life is a highway. Because <laughs> the Packers are hitting the road to go back home <laughs> to their house, <laughs> to their families. Go quarantine. <laughs> 
Whitfield, hey, did you fall asleep already, man? No, I fall asleep. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what what to say about Coach Matt Lefleur. Lefleur. Yeah, because this whole this whole damn play calling was a whole bunch of bleh. yeah. <laughs> what up? No Budweiser commercial this year. Yeah, about no that. Budweiser. <laughs> Don't give him a Budweiser. He <laughs> makes some more stupid ass calls. Wow, harsh. <laughs> Were, those calls were so bad they fired the special teams coordinator. <laughs> yes, yes. What the hell was that, man? Oh, are you telling me you feel like uh, uh, Stephen A? This is a family show. I'm going to try to keep this PG. <laughs> try to keep it, uh, you know, PG, PG-13. Do you not go for it on fourth and goal with Aaron oh, no, Rodgers? I knew you were going to pull this. I knew you were going to do you not do that? I, I think he meant to say, "How do you fuck that up?" <laughs> oh yeah. How oh, do yeah. you fuck that up? <laughs> That's what he really meant to say. How do you? Oh, I know. No question. No question about. No question. No doubt in my mind. Anyway, uh, so he he rants about it, and you know. <sighs> That's a, that's a bitter way to go down, dude. That is a real bitter way to go down. So I guess, you know, we'll, 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 we'll go through the game a little bit more. But in the heat of the moment, like right after the game, like you and I talk. I mean, you know, oh, you, God, like, yeah. you, you like to call me late night randomly. And um, the other night I actually went to bed at a respectable time. And, you don't uh, go to bed at a respectable time hardly ever, so that's why I'm calling. Yeah, I know, I know. I actually went to bed at a – see, I, don't, I, don't, I, need to, I need to turn my phone, like, to silent when I go to bed or something. Anyway – we talked after this one, of course, and we had a, I mean, that was a lively sports group chat, man. <laughs> now that you've had a little bit of time to digest the game, to digest the execution, to digest the play calling, to digest what the Bucks did, I mean, just all of it, what do you say, right? You, you've had time to reflect on it. Where are you now? I'm still hurting. I'll go ahead and say that right off the bat. I'm still hurting or a lot because we could have won that game. Could have. We should have won that game. Arguably. You don't get three presents from Tom Brady. That's a gift. You only score six points. Gifts. Three gifts. Gifts. Three gifts. Not gifs. Like Mark likes yeah. to say, gifs. <laughs> he got they got three I mean, they got three pigs off Brady. Three gifts. Thanks, Mark. Three gifs. Yeah. <laughs> Three, three gifs, man. Tell me how my ass tastes. <laughs> oh, my God. I wasn't a big fan of the play calling all game long. No. It seemed very reserved. Uh-huh. Very, um, he played scared. He co- I'm not he played. He coached scared. I'm playing 90% of this on, uh, LaFleur and Pettit. So you're hanging them out to dry. Oh, I'm hanging them out to dry. Okay. You don't take your MVP quarterback, even though he could have ran for daylight twice before Mm -hmm. on second and third down and not give him another crack at the end zone, especially if you're going to kick a field goal and give Tom Brady the ball back. Granted, you've got four timeouts, but – well, oh, three Tom with the Brady timeout, really, with the two-minute yeah. warning, yeah. 
Yeah. But all Brady needs is one first down, not a field goal, not a touchdown, one first down. What you do, even if um, Rodgers doesn't get in the end zone Mm -hmm. and there's no score, you're at least pinning Brady on probably anywhere between the five and the one. Well, I think they would have gotten close. Yeah. Close enough. But then you that gives you different variations of blitzes. Maybe, the, I mean, and I don't well, want to think that even if you call it some, somewhat of a, a, a heavy blitz and man the corners, Kevin King's going to do that stupidity again. Dude, Kevin, Kevin King got abused all game long. Le- Leonard Fournette abused him. Scotty Miller abused him. <laughs> the refs abused him at the end. I mean, like, right. <laughs> he got abused all game, man. I will say this, uh, talk, going back to that fourth down, LaFleur did not communicate that he was thinking about the field goal to Rodgers. Yeah. So, so like, in his, in his head, he's like, if we don't get another yard, we're going to kick the field goal. But he didn't say that to Rodgers. Rodgers mm-hmm. was like, well, if he told me that, I would have ran for yards on third down just so we could have gone for it. All for right, it. And, and that's a problem. That's a problem between Rodgers and LaFleur, period. Yeah, you know, yeah, and and true. honestly, that to me, here's the thing. You know, we talk about taking the points and situational football, and we, you can talk about analytics all you want. And I think for the most part, Lafleur's done. A, you know, I mean, to be to be a first time head coach, he, he's on a good team with a Hall of Fame 20, quarter with a Hall of Fame six and six in his first right. two seasons. I mean, he he's he's had a couple of good seasons, but there's a certain point where. You you also benefit from the from the team you have and the players that are around you. He didn't build that team per se. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So there's a certain level of established talent. You have to manage that, and then you figure it. You know you got to learn together, right? To not have a dialogue with Rodgers about how to handle that end of game situation is a disservice to Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that is that is Huge. a that is a failing on him as a head coach. Okay, the end of the first half, the way they managed that. That was a failing of the defense for sure. Okay. I mean, Kevin King had some back issues that might explain some of why he played the way he did. Um, but he, he got he got abused. Okay. He got roasted. He got roasted. All right. But to me, it's inexcusable to not handle end of game stuff better. And it's not just the lack of communication. It's not just issues executing. It's not just... The fact that they, you know, kicked the... I mean, it's, it's like everything rolled into one. And one of the things we've seen in the playoffs, and you think about what Tampa Bay did and what Kansas City has done, right? They've been aggressive. There were times early in that game with the Chiefs and the Bills, the, the Chiefs could have kicked a field goal, did they? No, they went for it on fourth down, mm-hmm. right? Because they know that they're they're going to move the ball. They know that you know what I mean. They have a, there's a certain degree of confidence and a certain degree of aggressiveness and a certain degree of assertiveness. Think about part of the story with both of these games. Some of it is you know the Bills settled for field goals. Yeah. All right. The mm-hmm. Chiefs did not. Right. And it's one thing to kick a field goal. Uh, and we like, we think back to the Colts when they went forward on on fourth and you know it was super close and we we're like well, I should you know should have kicked a field goal. That was also pretty early in the game. Yeah, that's second quarter. That's second quarter. When you had the lead. Yeah, when it's when it's a little over two minutes to go, and you're down eight. To me, 
you got to go for it. First, we can say, well, and I personally believe, yes, Rodgers should have run. I do. I'm not saying he gets in. I'm not saying he gets in at the end of that. Could he have? Maybe. But if nothing else, that's a fourth and two, fourth and one, fourth and three, fourth and short. Either way, you know. Two or one. Yeah, that, like that, that opens yeah, up. He, he's not sliding on that play. He, he's going full board. Oh, oh absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So it depends right. on who got there and how fast yeah. he got And, there. I mean, he had defenders coming behind him. Maybe they catch him. I mean, maybe somebody peels off one of the uh, receivers. <clears throat> but he can still pump fake, which he did to the other week to uh, forget who the dude from the Rams totally snookered oh, him. yeah. Embarrassed that guy. And, and, you know what I mean? Like, so some of that, some of that was – I, I would have preferred that he that Rodgers had run in that moment for sure, and there was wide open space in front of him. Maybe he Twice. gets in, maybe he doesn't. Well, yes, but particularly in the third on the third down, third down, yeah. in particular on the yeah. third down, because that was a that was a sea of green, buddy. That was a lot. Mm-hmm. Again, I, maybe he gets in, maybe he doesn't. But if nothing else, he makes it a fourth and short. Does that change the floor stance? I don't know, but given what other teams have done. Given what the Bucks did at the end of the first half, they didn't settle for a field goal. That de- and, and quite frankly, they called a defense that was like, you know, figured they were just going to, you know, they, they were going for a, a little bit, not a lot of bit. They went for a lot of bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's almost like the Bucks were playing for the touchdown. The Packers were playing to defend a little bit of yardage. So like they were going to inch closer for, for a field goal. That's a mentality. That's a play call. That's a mentality with what you're trying to do. That's been the reflection of Mike Pettit's Pettit play calling he's been doing the past two years. Well, what is this? Not to take any, yeah, what is this, this year is, three for him? I think he's, yeah, this is. Year three? No, he came on. I don't think, was was he a carryover? No, he came on. No, the floor hired him as the D.C. Yeah, mm. okay. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from what the 49ers did to him last year, but his and granted, they started playing a little bit better towards the end of the season. But LaFleur, I mean, he's got to see these past two years. I've got these great defensive ends. I've got another guy in Rashard Gary. I got solid defensive tackles. I got a good secondary, and we are still getting torched. That's not player skill, that is scheme. And well, scheme matters. Fact, hold yeah. on, hold on. The fact that he can't put together a scheme that could consistently stop teams when they need it the most. It's like when the Bucks needed something the most, they got it. When Brady said, okay, I'm going to go for it and hit this pass. To, um, uh, Scotty Miller. Uh, Scotty Miller. The teams in the playoffs against Shanahan's done it, mm-hmm. and now you got Coach Brady doing it. <laughs> Coach again. Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, well, and I, mean, I think with that, to... let's see. When we think with that play, we we know that that's communication to the players. <clears throat> like Miller probably came up to Brady was like, "Look, I can torch this guy. We can do this." Like during that mm-hmm. timeout, mm-hmm. and that's how that was born. But the, and the thing what gets me is the defense could have audibled into a prevent defense, and at least prevented the deep pass rather than stay with dude. The, with Scotty the Miller is fast. Team. Give that dude some help. Give that dude some help. <laughs> they ran a cover too. Protect the end zone. Yeah. Who cares if they kick the field goal? Protect the end zone. Correct. Yeah, exactly. it's, it's the end of the half. You you know that it's either 
Well, I don't think the Bucs the Bucks didn't have any timeouts. No, they didn't. They got to go to the sideline. It's sideline, end zone, or bust. Exactly. You know? If the Packers hadn't called that timeout when they did, they never would, you know, Bucks never would have had a chance Maybe to not. Call, dial that play up. You know, it, it's tough because, I mean, when I was <laughs> watching that game, even early on, man, like the Bucks, like especially right at the beginning of the game, man, like they just kept converting third down, third down. I'm like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> third down, um, was down, man. They and I, like... I, I think that first uh, touchdown from Brady to Evan wasn't that on Kevin King. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You know, and, he got burnt like three times. Yeah, you know, and, and look, and credit to the Bucks, man. They got the road win versus the Whiffs. They got the road win versus the Saints. They got a road win versus the Packers. And I think they're technically the road team at their home Super Bowl, which is really weird. That's pretty laughable. But uh, yeah, I mean the Kevin King thing's a theme we're gonna is a theme we're gonna come back to. And again, he he, he had some injury issues beforehand. But if that's the case, man, don't you know help, you gotta help protect that dude. Yeah, you gotta help protect that dude, whether it's scheme or or something, man. I mean, Brady just abused that guy, and and you know they they were pretty clutch. And we can talk about Brady's three picks, but you know, I mean, they moved the ball pretty well, mm-hmm. particularly early in that game, and. You know, whether that's scheme or players or execution or what, man, I was like, damn, bro. Bucks just keep rolling, man. And, you know, the Packers had some moments, too. I mean, you know, Rodgers had that that third and 15, you know, along the sideline to Lazard. Um, mm-hmm. That third and three at the oh, 50. Gosh, he yeah. fired that fired that one off to MVS, who did a nice job shaking off the fender, uh, running in for the touchdown and tied up 7-7. You know, it, it just feels like there, there's these moments. And, it, you know, in the playoffs and in these playoff games, you have these, you know, moments of separation, right? These these clutch moments, these big moments that really differentiate the teams that, whether it's fighting for a ball, getting a couple of bounces, whatever, coaching decisions, whatever, man. And I joked around about, you know, Godwin butterfingering all, all kinds of crap the other way. And he did. He had a whole bunch of drops. He's had some drops in the playoffs. But... You know, it's third and nine, second quarter, third and nine. And, you know, Brady fires a bomb off to Godwin. And, I mean, he bobbles that thing, falling to the ground, still brings it in, dude. And then mm-hmm. not only that, not only that, you got Leonard Fournette out there twisting, turning, jumping, using, using one of the – I think it was Kevin King landed on him yeah. like, he, like he was like, man, F this. Like, it, like he had a pillow from the My Pillow guy. <laughs> F, <laughs> F, F, F your pillow, dude. You know, FEO couch. couch, four missed tackles, man, 14-7. It's just tough. It, it felt like in a lot of these big moments, the Bucks just more consistently delivered in some of these things. And I, it, it's frustrating because even with that, the Packers had opportunity, 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 and they just didn't do enough. Now, we can, we can complain. We're, we'll come back to the end of the game. One of the things that is readily apparent, you know, and I'm – I'm glad when it's the playoffs, there's a little bit more of the let them play. I think that's good. What is tricky, what is tricky, is you can circle back and look at all these things and you go, well, that should have been a penalty. That should have been a penalty. How come this wasn't called? Where it gets tough is when you have kind of a let it go mantra and the players adjust to that, and then you get you know some stuff at the end. And I'm not going to say that it wasn't pass interference or holding because it was but when you have that play at the end late in the first half when Rodgers throws to Lazard near midfield and Sean Murphy Bunning is essentially pulling Lazard's jersey like 
His <laughs> shoulder pad is exposed. They don't call it. You don't call you know, it. And, and we can we can say, well, maybe Lazard should have done more, and maybe and maybe a more mature wide receiver handles that better. Maybe, but you don't call that. That that's a pretty blatant. To me, that was pretty freaking apparent. You know, it's pretty apparent because that that non call letting a play that non call helps set up. Well, I mean, Scotty if they had, if they had called it, there wouldn't have been a pick. Right. That would have negated that. Right. Which also ends up, you know, who knows if the Packers get any points in that possession or not. But that flips that entirely. You know, and that was brutal. When you pair the end of the first half with the end of the second half, you're just like, what the F, dude? You know, it's just nuts. It's brutal to think that they, they got that pick. and it, Was it Redmond? It was like third and three, and 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 uh, I think uh, I, th- I think somebody was blitzing Brady. I might be wrong about that, but he was under duress either way. He he heaved up the heaved up the throw, and it went right off of Redmond's fingertips. Yeah, that you was know. Redmond. Yeah, yeah, just tough, man. But look, either way, the aggressiveness and the assertiveness and the situational football of the Bucks. We can talk about no risk it, no biscuit, all we want. They have no timeouts, dude. None. They got to work the sidelines. What right. the hell was that defense, man? And you called a timeout. You can't prep your defense better for that moment than that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to take anything away from Scotty Miller. No, I'm not either. Good on him for making that play. Good on Brady for, for, for you know, seeing it. And throwing the ball. I mean, that was a great throw. It, what is this about eight? Eight seconds to go in a half and then fourth and eight mm-hmm. at the end of the game, man. What the hell is it about that? But it was a bad defensive call. And the defensive coordinator has to own that. Bad execution. Kevin King's got to own that. And you go from 14-10 to 21-10. And then, obviously, in the third quarter, you get... That atrocious Aaron, well, atrociously, Tom, it was a great play by the defense, but you get the Aaron Jones fumble. I mean, where Whitehead leveled the guy. Devin White mm-hmm. scoops it up, and, you know, they're inside the damn 10. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's 28 to 10. Poof. Quick throw, quick throw to break. Yep. It's like nobody was even trying to cover him. Nope. Nah, well, I mean, they, just like- they, you know, they, they snookered him. That, that was... You know that that's play calling and execution. That's what that is, man. Like, I that's still what that is. Can't fathom at this time that man still has a got job as a defensive coordinator. Well, we'll see if they fire this him. This is two NFC championships in a row. He got lit up like a Christmas tree. Well, they they. I mean, the 49ers were a better team last year. I agree. Yeah, the 49ers were a better lit team, up like a Christmas tree. They did. They did get lit up by like a Christmas tree. I mean, I don't remember who uh, was it. Randy, was it Raheem Mostert that ran all over him last year? Oh, yeah. God, yeah. I mean, just like gassed him, gassed him, gassed him. Uh-huh. I've tried to block most of that out of my memory banks. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> Asshole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, but, you know, like, to me, the 49ers clearly were the better team last year. Clearly. Yeah, they were. I can't say to you that I think the Bucks clearly are the better team in this matchup. They weren't. You know? Um I mean, they, they win around, the game. They, they go to the Super Bowl. So I guess by that measure of whatever they are, but it just feels like they the Packers squandered so many opportunities. And I think as mm-hmm. we get a little bit more separation from the game and from the season, 
whether you're a fan of the team or a fan of the league or whatever, I just, you know, that that's like coaching malfeasance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That That's not being situationally aware, uh, not enough. And some of it's just gutless, you know? And I don't want to hear this excuse about analytics. Look, fine, metrics and analytics matter. I'm not going to say you that... Take the, the analytics and shove them up your ass at that yeah. point in the game. I'm not saying Andy the analytics... not going to do that. <laughs> no. Analytics matter, but if if the only thing that drives you are analytics, what the fuck kind of head coach are you? Exactly. You have to have a sense of feel. You, ha- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to have a sense of in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. You have a Hall of Fame quarterback... It's still slinging it like he was five years ago, and you chalk it up to analytics. That's just basically you, you're just that's the pussy way out. That's that's the pussy excuse for that shit. You just can't you do that. I mean, no wonder Aaron's pissed off. You took the ball out of his hands at the most opportune time in the game. Well, you don't. I'd be pissed off too. He should be pissed. He should be pissed because they look. The Packers do get back into this, right? You know, after the touchdown, after Rodgers hits Tunyon, not Funyon for the score. I mean, it's 28-17, right? Amos gets an interception, right? Yeah. He gets that. Jair gets two. Packers are rolling. Rodgers hits Adams for a two-yard touchdown. Uh, It's a shame that St. Brown couldn't actually handle a a ball that hit him right in the freaking hands. Although, I I wasn't necessarily excited about the two-boy conversion attempt. I almost kind of felt like just kicked the damn extra point. But whatever. Maybe analytics told him that, but analytics. Just, <laughs> anal- kick it. just kick it, you know, in, in that particular moment, because it, it, it totally changes the dynamic of the end, you know, it, it does. Cause I mean, there's also, if, if they were down seven instead of eight. Yeah. Man. The bind, the thinking is, is we got to get a touchdown. Yeah. If it's eight, you're like, Oh, well, we can cut it down. Right. But it's seven. You're like, and that, and that's why I say like, kick the extra point that like, when you're Indianapolis in that mm. game, just take the points. You're ahead. You're dominating. Just take yeah. the points. At, at that adding. point, <clears throat> yeah. At that point in the game, at that point in the game, I would have been okay. But they had the right play. They and other than, you know, dude, butterball in the damn thing. It's not Thanksgiving, yeah. bro. That's over. The turducken's over. <laughs> no butterballs, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is, so. even, even though Sue got his hand on the ball and actually I know. tipped it a little bit, it still didn't a matter. A smidge, a smidge. Yeah. Fine. It was slightly deflected. Bro, Doesn't matter. you still got cash. Out. It hit him in the hands, dude. You yeah, you, you got to bring cash. that in. You You're got to bring that in all day long. You got to bring that in. Professional wide receiver, your job is to catch the damn ball yes. when it hits you in the hands, mm. not in the chest, not in the face mag, not in the gut, in the hands. That's why you are on a team. So I mean, here's the thing: third quarter. All right, it's twenty-eight twenty-three, as we're going into the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. All right, down five. To me, they should have been down four, should have kicked the extra point, but whatever, 28-23. Bucks are driving inside the Packers 30. Brady throws to Evans, goes off his fingertips to Alexander near the goal line. Packers get a break. Yep. Their possession, incomplete pass. <laughs> they picked up five yards, and Rodgers gets sacked by Shaq Barrett. Punt, three and out, punt. No All runs, right? right? I think I don't remember if that five yard game was a run by Jamal Williams or a short pass to Jamal Williams. I thought it was a pass because I think been. there were I like thought the, it was a pass as well. Yeah, it was the I think pass. The, the two possessions, like after the two interceptions, I think they went all passes, and then after they made on punt, they ran it and 
finally started making some weight on that last possession. Bucks get the ball back. Brady drops back. Packers bring the heat. And Brady, under heavy duress, throws a, uh, you know, heaves up a bomb to Evans. The ball is short. And the Packers get another pick. Alexander again. There's over nine, there's a little bit over nine minutes left in the game at this point. And again, that's a gift. That's a gift. Mm -hmm. Brady has given them a gift. All right. What do the Packers do? Rodgers get sacked by Barrett. Incomplete deep to MVS. Incomplete short to Lazard. Punt. Three and out. Again. Bucks end up getting a field goal. 31-23. Clock's ticking, buddy. Clock's ticking. Yeah, they get down to the eight. You got an incomplete pass to Lazard. You got an incomplete pass to Devontae. And there's our third and goal. Rodgers takes the, you know, in the shotgun, takes a snap, pocket collapses, steps up, pump fakes, those on a run. You know, low to a well-covered Devontae Adams. There were a lot of defenders there, man. You know, I don't know if he just feared he'd muscle the ball in. I don't know. Again, a whole sea of green, dude. whole sea of green, dude. I don't like that decision by Rodgers. I don't love the play calls, certainly there. But still, fourth fourth down you need a touchdown and a two-point conversion to win or to tie if you go for it on fourth and you don't get it you've backed the bucks up back the buck up what was it tim what was that back the truck up beep 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 or whatever dude they're backed up i don't have a feel for the moment you've got a hall of fame quarterback who, I don't know how long he's going to play. I doubt he lasts as long as Brady has. I mean, it, it, Brady's going to be the exception, not the rule, man. Most people aren't going to make it till 43 <laughs> and be productive and be really good. And make a Super Bowl. And make a and Super throw Bowl. 40 touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, that's just, you know, you can wish in one hand and crap in the other. See which one fills up first, right? <laughs> Is that from grumpier old men? I don't remember where that where that line's from. <laughs> And I hate to say it with uh, with Rodgers, maybe it's because of just the stress of having to deal with McCarthy for so long and now having these past couple of seasons end the way they have, but he actually looks older than Brady. <laughs> that shit's crazy to me. That's funny. One of my favorite memes was that, you know, is like the Fred, like the Scooby-Doo thing. Yes. And so if Fred's like going to rip, you know, take the mask off the bad guy. You know, and it's it, it it's Lafleur's head. And he takes it off, and it's Mike McCarthy. And I was like, that's what that feels like because it's it's like clock mismanagement, timeout mismanagement, situation mismanagement, and you know, I, I just again have a feel for the moment. I, it, it, analytics matter; they do. But to me, the best coaches have a feel for the pulse of their team. They have a feel on the pulse of the moment. Do you think analytics told Andy Reid to do what he did when when the Chiefs were it was third and fifteen and then fourth Not and short? A damn chance. That's guts. That's that's <clears throat> that's believing in your team and that's owning the moment. And in the in the playoffs, this is not the regular it, playoffs is not the regular season, y'all. You gotta own the moment. And some teams own the moment. The Packers did not own the moment. And that is on LaFleur, absolutely, as the head coach, because that's an identity issue. And, yes, they need to have better communication. And, quite frankly, maybe Rodgers would have been like, uh-uh, timeout, we're staying out here. Mm-hmm. Maybe. 
Maybe. Maybe. You know, I don't know how that would have played out, but you'd think in a moment with the clock ticking, they'd have essentially two plays lined up, right? Wouldn't you kind of think, look, man, this is what we're going to do on, on third down. You know, I mean, if it's not moment, there, if it's not there, just run and get a couple of yards, slide down, whatever. We'll call it a timeout if we have to. We're going for it on fourth down, period. We'll have the two-minute warning, two timeouts. If we, if we don't get it, we're going to back them up in all likelihood. If you're playing analytics – um, how aggressive are they going to be if it if they're at you know at the three yard line? Yeah, they're going to run it three times with a cloud of fire. Right. I mean, look, Tom Brady's a lot of things at this point in his career. Mobile ain't one of them. No. no. You know, he might he can climb the ladder, right? But you know, yeah, if, you if, if dude, dude, I'm just telling you, side yeah. block with the bro, fumble and bro, if the Bucks have the ball at the one. All I'm feeling is like, you know, it's the old diarrhea song. When you're climbing up a ladder and you hear, hear something splatter diarrhea. You know what I mean? Like, they're running the ball, dude. They're being careful, right? 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 I mean, they may do a QB sneak just maybe, to get a yard or maybe, two. But, but you're going to back them up. And the thing is, if, 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 because you're down eight, if, if you back them up, you don't get the touchdown. And like, you go for the fourth, you don't get it. You back the bucks up. Back the buck up. Right? What if you sack? What if you get a safety? What if what if it's a bad snap? Mm-hmm. There's so many things that can go wrong for the Bucks that are fortuitous or advantageous for the Packers. Because if they get a safety, there's your two points, yep. right? Then a touchdown, a touchdown, the next point, win a thing. You know, I mean, I just I hated it in the moment. To me, it's not understanding your team, it's not understanding your quarterback. Whether it's a matter of belief in, whether it's your own ego as a head, co- whatever, whatever the hell it is shit decision it's the worst outcome and it's a shit decision you pair those things together people should bitch and Aaron Rodgers should bitch he's not 22 he's 37 he's been in the league long enough he's seen enough stuff he's got a ring he's got a ring (sighs) bro put it in his hands if, Sorry, if, if you're like, gonna if you're gonna tell me you you're gonna have you're gonna trust one of two things you're gonna trust your offense and Aaron Rodgers, which has been one of the if not the best red zone offense in the league this year, or you're gonna trust your defense, which has gotten roasted multiple times in this game, and we've talked about going for it, and maybe the Bucks are like eff it we're gonna go for it no matter what maybe I don't know. But you're going to trust who? You're going to trust Rodgers and the offense on fourth down? Or you're going to trust – you're going to take a field goal and trust your defense? Now, they almost – To try and stop Tom Brady, I know, to try to stop – yeah, I know. And the thing is, if you do that, you know, they're going to – maybe they punt the ball. you got to go the whole damn length of the freaking field. Without a timeout. With nothing. I mean, I just don't – in the moment, that just seems like – it seems like most of the outcomes are bad. It feels like, you know that commercial, but wait, there's more? I mean, it just feels like all this. <laughs> OxyClean. <laughs> yeah, OxyClean, man. God, it just it just feels like the, the fail train is like, uh-uh-uh, we got more for you, fucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no. Yeah. Uh-uh. uh-uh. You're going to get bad coaching decisions. You're going to get bad execution. You're going to have drop balls. You're going to have rando penalties when nothing has been called all game. You know, don't worry about the guy bear hugging the neck of the defensive lineman. 
you know, on that play where you get the PI, the PI. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about the holding that's there. You know, it, it's like all the stuff that could go wrong did. It, bad decisions, bad execution, and you put yourself in a position to be, you put it in the hands of the refs. Can't do it. You know, I, I said in the chat, and I was I was super annoyed, dude. I was super annoyed. And I was mad about all that stuff. But to me, they earned the L. They earned the L for their own incompetence because they had too many shouldas, too many couldas, too many wouldas. And when you have all of those, when you got too much of that, too much ifs and nuts and candy, well, ifs and butts and candy and nuts, every day be Christmas, when you do all that crap, you earn the L. Because you don't own the moment. You don't take the win. The Bucks took the win. Mm-hmm. And I'm annoyed and I was pissed and I wasn't happy about it. And I hated the call. I hated the, the DPI call. That call sucked. Granted, he stretched the dude's shirt about, you know, a yard <laughs> or two. I mean, I would have felt a little bit better had they just thrown the flag immediately, though. I didn't like the delay. That, that was annoying. And I don't even know how far I, I needed to see another replay. Was that ball even catchable? <laughs> I, mean, I don't think like, so. I think it was out of his reach by like a few feet but i yeah think if anything the call should have been holding not so much pass interference yeah i mean either but way it's a first either way down. it's a first down yeah. but given how the game had been going in terms of how they've been calling things holding would have been the better call wouldn't have been as egregious controversial controversial as uh saying oh it's pass interference well i get it was egregious the dude pretty much almost had his shirt ripped off his back but but still. i mean lazard got mugged a couple times well there was a couple plays where i was just like why is this not being called and i was and here and i'm not gonna lie i was pulling for the bucks i had him and pick them and that's fine and but i'll be even i'm going this is not right <laughs> they're not calling this game fair and, and, and here's the thing here's the thing like I feel like we were all robbed mm-hmm. of a moment where the had the call not been called and it's fourth down and the Bucks have to punt. We were all robbed of the moment of Aaron Rodgers with no timeouts. Can he drive the length of the field for the game tying touchdown and two point conversion? Mm-hmm. Can he, after all this crap that's happened? with a minute and whatever on the clock, can he actually do this? Like that would have been like, that would have been fun to watch. It would have been. I, it, it felt yeah. like we got, we got robbed of that, that opportunity. Um, we did. And, and you, you know, they, they kind of stacked the deck against themselves. I mean, they really would have been up against it to pull that, you know, uh, but it would have been fun to watch at least, but I'd rather watch that than have everybody be like, look, man, I know that's a penalty. But y'all haven't called shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all haven't called shit all game, and now you're gonna call it. Now you're gonna do yeah, it. And again, that, that, that was a penalty. You can't tell me it wasn't a penalty, right? It was a penalty. It was. Sure. But what about all the other stuff? That's that. That's where people get annoyed. Is it's like, look, man, you're gonna let this go. Let this go. I mean, you're letting all kinds of holding go at, at the line. You're letting all kinds of holding go into secondary. And and now you do it, and fine. You want to say it's just it was too egregious. I mean, it it, it felt like the ref was like, ah, I really don't want to throw this flag, but man, that shirt was really stretched out. <laughs> it, you know, it, it well, just and that's it, why I said at least call holding. Don't don't say it's pass interference when mm-hmm. it's like 
you haven't called pass interference all game, you're better off just saying holding and being and calling it a day. Yeah. Rather than <laughs> sitting there wiping your nose with the flag, you know, picking it and be like, Oh, I gotta throw the flag now. Scratching her Sorry. ass. My bad, guys. My bad. Scratching their ass, man. And let me tell you something. That was the first the, the Packers kicking that field goal on fourth down at the end of the game. That was the first field goal attempt in the final three minutes of a playoff game when trailing by four to eight points in the last 20 seasons. You know why? Because that that decision sucked. Nobody does that except Matt LeFleur. (laughs) Who does that? Who has time? Who does that? Who has time? That fucker does it. Hey, I, I will tell you this, man. My, my very first game I ever went to uh, was Colts-Patriots. God. That was the goal line stand game. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tony Dungy faced the same decision. We had uh, been stopped three times at the line of goal to go. Mm-hmm. And it was 38-31. And he chose to kick the field goal. Of course, the crowd boos him. But they managed to get the ball back and, of course, get the ball back to – the goal line where you know four was it three runs and a pass all failed in the, mm-hmm. the goal line stand game but i mean in that instance yeah it worked but that was early tom brady this isn't veteran tom brady you know like at least dungy got the ball back that one time yeah but, you know it, it's a roll of the dice but if you're in the playoffs NFC championship game you're down eight and you're at the goal line, there are zero guarantees you're getting that ball back. I don't care if you got all three timeouts. Exactly. You you, you know, what what was it? Brent Musburger and uh, Dan Fouts. And the water boy. Because <laughs> <laughs> they didn't hold nothing back. Can't hold nothing Dude, back. It's in the season. L- let me tell you two things that suck. And again, I'm biased. You know, uh, I grew up with the uh, – the Redskins, er, the Whiffs, and, and the Packers. So, uh, but two things, man. Uh, the fan of me goes, man. Uh, first of all, I think they're funny, but the fan of me is like, man. Number one, somebody edited the Wikipedia page. It said the NFC Championship game is the annual championship game of the National Football Conference where a team gets to win against the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> oh, I was like, dude, y'all suck. Uh. Funny, but y'all suck. The thing well, probably I mean, Rodgers is one in four. The worst thing about this is that Aaron Rodgers has the same damn NFC championship game record as fucking Donovan McNabb. Oh, oh. oh. yeah, I saw Man. that. Yeah, I saw oh. that. Maybe that explains that throw to Devontae on that, that one that was low. Or at least Rodgers oh. has a ring. <laughs> at least Rodgers has a ring. Uh, and know. didn't throw up on the field, yeah. And didn't barf on the field. No, they just took a you know they just took a dump on the field. I don't I don't know what's actually better. Uh, it wasn't Rodgers that did. No, well he didn't. I mean he wasn't great. He that you know he he didn't have a great great game. I mean it was fine. It was good. But I I, I think the Shannon when you say we were robbed of a moment, that's what it does feel like. Both not just because of the officiating, but also because and again. When I say the Packers earned the L, I think they have to own their own flawed decision-making. It's one thing to have a bad decision in a moment, but 
I think there's enough moments in that game that you go, really? Really? This is how you, this is what you call, this is what you did at the end of the first half. This is what you call, this is what you did at the end of the second half. It goes back to play calling. I mean, play calling is just, it's not good, man. Here's the deal, guys. It's just not good, dude. If you take, if you, at the end of the first half, if you play prevent, let's say the Buccaneers kick a field goal, and then instead of going for two, the Packers kick the extra point, you have a 27-27 game. That's that. That's the difference, you know. That yep. Scotty Miller touchdown, man. That that's honestly really the difference in the game was if they just played prevent, they had the opportunity. Now, of course, it's probably going to play a little bit differently in that second half. Probably than what it did, but I mean, if we're doing just math real quick, that's not going to take everything into account. But that's the simple. Hey, if you defend that pass, twenty-seven, twenty-seven. Because I don't think what's his face, uh, who's the kicker, um, or Green Bay, Crosby? Crosby, 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 yeah, Crosby. I don't even think missed the entire season, so he's not going to miss that extra point. I... Well, and with all, I mean, with all of us, even though we consider like, oh, it's just because we played Madden or whatever, it doesn't matter. We've <laughs> followed football long enough to know that end of a half, the guys, teams at midfield. You play prevent defense. You don't mm-hmm. let anybody get past you. You don't give up the big play. It's just simple, <laughs> pure logic. Not unless you're Greg respect. Williams, make a wish, or. <laughs> but on top of it, Kevin King burns <laughs> out. Even, even if somehow, even if somehow Brady completed a pass and they got the first down and he got out of bounds from that distance, there's no guarantees. Ryan Suckup's hitting that field goal. True story especially with the way the wind was going and he's not exactly a cold weather kicker. Well, Tampa has struggled in the kicking game this year, but uh, you know, on this day they were, they were perfect. Well, um, much like in, in Domicon back in the day, man, I just feel like everybody got kicked in the nuts. That was all the Packers fans in that stadium, man, like kicked in the nuts, dude. Or their hands stomped on one of the two. <laughs> their hands stomped on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I feel, and, and I hate to say this for Lafleur, the problem is, is during the regular season, he seems to be able to coach just fine. Uh, playoffs clearly are different, but playoffs I think, a different level, what, man. But I think what we're noticing here is, is when the team starts uh, being kind. Of, I wouldn't say dominated, but like being moved around and being a team. Another team gets physical with them. It's almost like Lafleur doesn't like when they get back to the corner the floor just doesn't know what to do that's kind of what it feels like he's yeah. not he's well, just not making have, having smart play calls I, I would say it's clear he didn't know what to do because he you know they but blew all he has kinds no of fucking backbone but look at the losses they've had and look what look what's happened to them physicality yeah in those losses where they got backed into a corner and he didn't know how to get them out of it yeah I mean, I mean, Shaq Barrett and JPP, man. I mean, between the two guys, five sacks in that in that game. Yeah, and look, I know know the Packers missed Bakhtiari. We we know that, but the Packers' offensive line got abused in parts of that game. All right, Mm -hmm. Shaq Barrett and JPP, bro. I mean, they abused uh, Rick Wagner, Bobby Turner. I mean, some of these guys were just getting abused, dude. And you got to look. Brady had. uh, Three picks versus the Bucks this year, and three picks versus the rest of the league. All the other games, 
You know, uh, the Buccaneers pressured Rodgers on 21 of his 53 dropbacks. That's 40%. It's the highest pressure rate on Rodgers all season long. Okay? I mean, the the Bucks defense, the Bucks defense did their job. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they, they, they brought some heat. JPP and Shaq Barrett, you know, great I job, mean, guys. There, there was some complimentary football there, man. Like, the offense yes. dominated that first half, a little bit of the third quarter. Yes. But then the defense, after after Green Bay got those two touchdowns to get back into it, they really tightened up mm-hmm. there in the late third, early fourth quarter, man. They they tightened it up. Y'all can't, y'all can't have back-to-back three and outs after getting picks, man. Come on. No, nah, dog. Look, and the crazy stat is, is mm-hmm. Brady – is it four or five games he's thrown three picks in in the playoffs and he's like three and one or four and one in those games it's 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 absurd well i mean you you also have to think when with the patriots they always had a defense that complimented him as well that could get him out of those sticky situations yeah yeah well you also had a coach that understood analytics and the moment right i mean the the guy that the obviously the players would go all out for yeah i mean I don't know what LaFleur is going to be over the evolution of his coaching career. Uh, but man, you got to learn shit. <laughs> you got to learn a lot from this game. You got to learn a lot from this game and the communication and end game management. I mean, God bless dude. Uh, the lessons from this one should define the rest of your coaching career. Cause if you don't, yep. you can't have those mistakes again as yeah, a head coach. You, and honestly, you can't. like if, and I don't even know if this was brought up because on that third down, if he wasn't sure, mm-hmm. he should have just gone ahead and called the timeout and just committed to getting the touchdown then and there. Uh, no, I, I mean, I, I joked around about that. I mean, just call the timeout. I, I, if I'm Rodgers, I go, what, what are you doing sending the field goal unit? And a tweet? Eh. I'm talking about the third down just so that Rodgers knew his thinking so that they were on the same page. That way it's like, hey, if we get some yardage here, we're going for it. If not... I know there's a lot going on and it's it's really fast, but if you're not a hundred percent sure, dude, you gotta take that time out just so that you're both on the same page. Bro. I mean I mean going forward, yeah, he's gonna know that, but it it, it hurts. It hurts to get that far to have that, you know, home field and to lose it in that fashion where you just have two or three bonehead decisions that are gonna haunt you for a long time long time i mean let's listen uh, listen to rogers listen, listen to rogers here aaron did you agree with the decision to kick it there on fourth down well, i didn't have a decision on that one um yeah that wasn't my decision but i understand the thinking above two minutes with uh all of our timeouts but yeah, that wasn't my decision. <laughs> I mean, essentially, <laughs> I would have told LaFleur pretty much F off. I'm doing this. Screw you. I'm going to see. I'm going to try to pull this off, pull this off and see what we can do. I mean, let our faith, let our faith be held with um, Brady having the ball at the one or two yard line. I, I'm, I'm look, man, if I'm losing, whether it's basketball I'm, I'm having Jordan take the last shot, LeBron take the last shot. If it's football, if it's fourth down, I'm going to have Brady take the last shot, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning. You know, if you've got an all-time player, you want the ball in their hands 
Because, I mean, look at the the, the play Rodgers made against Dallas so mm-hmm. many years ago where it was just that on a needle where the tight end catches, gets two feet down, they kick the field goal and win. I mean, this dude is magic. And you took the ball out of his hands. Um, and, yes, I said ball. Um, <laughs> well, hell, think about some of the Hail Marys he's thrown. Oh, yeah. And, Especially in the playoffs that one year. You know, he had like two or three in a season, which was ridiculous. I mean, you Detroit, I think, has been on the balls. Has been on the ass end of that twice. And, <laughs> but they and that's are why Stafford has a losing record. <laughs> well, that division hasn't been kind to him, but yeah, that could be part of it. I, I, I do laugh though because, like, I love how these um, news organizations are. Um, talking to anonymous NFL executives, mm-hmm. aka NFC North executives. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Rogers is going to leave. This is going nuclear. It's over. Yeah, they want him out of the division. Of course <laughs> they do. Think? Of course they do. Get him out. Get I him mean, out. The Green Bay. Like, I think the CEO came out and said, "We're not dumb. We'll, we'll, we'll smooth this. Yeah, like we'll we'll smooth this over, guys. Just." It's going to hurt for a little bit. We'll, we'll smooth this over. By the way, Shannon, I, I really need to subscribe to the Pat McAfee show. I got to add it to my, add, uh, add him to my podcast list. But did you <laughs> did you hear Chris Carter on there with him? I did yeah. not. All right, here you go. Check this out. Check this out. And I'm gonna tell you something. And Pat, I hope you can I hope you can 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 go with me and listen on this <laughs> because people have a lot of stereotypes. My man Scotty Miller. All right. White guy. He's white. Very. I'm black. I'm, I'm going to say this. The defensive back of Tampa Bay underestimated that white kid. If that had been Antonio Brown, he would have been backed off of. Mm-hmm. Never disrespect the talent level of anyone in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. The only way they can hurt you is he gets behind you. And he, yep. he underestimated the wheels on my man. Hey. And I saw you tweet. Hey. When he got that stick in, in, the, in the relay, hey. I said he hawked that dude down. Hey, who man. happened to be a brother. He <laughs> hawked about three brothers. You can say it, man. Scoot, scoot. He disrespected the, 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 the Caucasian, hey, Chris, man. Chris, I will say this. In practice, some of my favorite moments. Okay, we had Austin Coley there for a bit, right? Aust- yeah. Austin goes on a guy in practice. The reaction. Oh, my God. Hey, you just got got by a white guy. Hey, and it's even me on the sideline, right? Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, it is. That's a real thing. And Scotty Miller, though, I think if you've been watching all season, he's been that guy. But the guys in the he office, they said the same thing. They said, you think Antonio Brown's out there. Kevin King is doing a much different setup. And I would say exactly what you said. I think and that- every white receiver is not a slot receiver. Oh, Dude's yeah. got legitimate speed. I'm talking about legitimate NFL speed. He does. He does. And, and, and you know, some of that it's it's defensive. It's the defense they called, and it's it's the player. And there's a whole bunch of things going into that. Scotty Scotty Miller. You know, I don't know how many plays that that the dude is good for in any given game, but he's fast. Mm-hmm. All right, he's fast. And a guy like Tom Brady, if you give him. And he sees it. It's like that vision cone in Madden. You know what I'm saying? If you have a defense like that and Tom Brady sees that, you know Tom Brady has the fucking latitude to be like, pinpoint. Guess what, y'all? We're going. And he probably has just a, a gesture or something, and the people know 
off they go, man. Sexy you know what I'm Rexy, saying? baby. Sexy, F- 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 deep. I'm throwing deep. Now, I, I do have to say for Scotty Miller, Scotty Miller, bro, bro, you need to slow down, man. How would you do <laughs> if you and Tyreek Hill lined up? Oh, I'm, I'm taking me every day of the week. Um, I'll take me over anybody. Tyreek is unbelievable. Uh, Good drug test is Unbelievable talent. But if we're talking about race, I mean, I got all the confidence in myself against going up against anybody. Wait, you think you're the fastest guy in the NFL? Yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, so that's, that, you know, he's, he's being respectful. Where's the bonk sound? Where's the, <laughs> Where's the bonk sound? I mean, he's smoking something. <laughs> Honestly, though, to, you, as an NFL receiver, you have to have that type of confidence. You have to you have should. confidence in yourself. Yeah, but there's confidence, but there's cockiness when you prepare yourself to. Got to uh, be cocky too to be in that league. Sorry, kill. Yeah, but let me go back to what uh, Shannon was saying about uh-huh. the whole Brady. I mean, um, I, uh, well, there's two things I want to touch on. Mm-hmm. You know, I love Lindy to death, but man, can you stop? riding tom brady's dick it's like oh, that that's where you that's where you choose post. to go right now that hold on, hold that's on, where you on. choose to go oh i, I love to me but good god i mean if there is like a definition of a bandwagoner that's lindy what right are you now. talking about hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on <laughs> He made some smart ass comment about Rogers, and I said something, and he all he could do was like, "Well, Brady in New England," and I'm like, "Brady's not in New England anymore, and I he's mean, still in the Super Bowl." What are you What are you talking about? Brady's in, Brady's in the Super Bowl, and it ain't because of Brady. Oh, he's past two games. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Come on, he's past two games. Come on, he, come on. Br- Breeze gave that game away. And Green Bay okay. could play up. Mm. So it's not really Brady. That defense has been on point, And he's, Brady's been able to make the passes I, when he's needed to. Bro, I don't know where the hell you were going, but, man, you lost that trying to finish that point. You just Kevin Kinged yourself, son. No, I didn't. No, I'm, I'm, no he's just like, oh, my God, Brady, Brady, Brady. Brady. You, look, look, it, it, look, look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you want to – sake, man, quit while you're ahead. If you want to tell me that Brady's not what he was, that's fine. But here's yeah. the thing. Brady made the throw to Scotty Miller. Right. Brady made the throw to Chris Godwin. Brady made a whole bunch of throws on third down. And you, you can say about – you can talk about the three picks all you want. One was a heavy throw under duress. Probably shouldn't have thrown it, but whatever. It ended up being a punt reception. Okay. One throw was off Evan's fingertips. Evan should have caught that. Great defensive yeah. play. Look, look, bro, you're dying on the wrong hill. If you want to say that Lindy piles on Rodgers for some reason, okay. I think that that's a different argument. But if you're going to tell me that Brady's got nothing to do with, with Tampa Bay being where they're at, I got to tell you, I got to call you up. That's, you're full of shit. Okay, if you want to tell me that that Lindy is all over Brady's jock, well, he was a Patriots fan. Of course, he's on Brady's jock. Duh, he's a he's a Patriots fan. What do you think? He's not going to be like no, all no. over Tom Brady. Brady? He's still on Montana's jock when he went to KC. I was upset about it, but I didn't dislike him. I mean, I still followed him. I was still going to be all Niners no matter what, and I rooted for the Niners to beat the Chiefs when Montana was in God. town, but. I still, you know, I still collected his cards when I was a kid and everything. But you know, he but was, in the but days he was only of social there media. Yeah, but in the days, days of, of social, social media, media back then, hold on. If we had had social media back then, would you still be riding 
Montana's jock as if he was still in San Francisco. Well, we transitioned to Young, so it really wasn't that big a deal to me. So, I mean, I, like I said, I was disappointed, but unfortunately, you know, trades like that happen. So I couldn't, as much as, even though, even though I have autographed photos from Montana and things like that, yes, I'd have been saying Montana is still the greatest, but beyond Dude. that, I wouldn't have been like, you know, oh, he, well, he's a different team, so... You know, it's, it doesn't, dude. It's just, it's two different schemes, two different teams, and he still played well. And sure, he fit, he didn't get another ring after he left San Francisco, but I'm not they got be... to the AFC Championship game. Exactly. It's not like they sucked, and he was coming off an elbow injury. And what was he Wait in Kansas? Second. Buffalo beat the crap out of him to get to the uh, Super Bowl that year. It was like thirty-one to thirteen. I'm, Did I'm they like, get to the, the AFC Championship, championship game? How old was Montana? He That dude had back problems and elbow, elbow problems at the end. Look, San Francisco made the right decision to move on to Steve Young. Let's not let's not pretend otherwise, not, not okay? That, yeah. Right? So what are you telling me? What are you telling me? Because, look, you know, my favorite player growing up was, was Favre, okay? Right. All right? Do you know how hard I pulled for Favre when he left the Packers? Yeah, I did too. Okay. All right. So how are you going to try to throw Lenny under the bus for, for for being a fan of Brady when we did the same thing for Favre? What kind of bullshit is that? Again, if you want to say to me, Lenny makes nonsensical points piling on Rodgers, that right. to me is a more credible thing. I mean, but, but, yeah, but that's about Rodgers. How are you going to – I mean, I can't believe you put me in a position to defend well, Lenny's fandom over Tom Brady. That's I mean, that's a nonsensical point. The, dude, what, dude, thing, dude, the, the thing dude, is, dude, Tom Brady has – this is his 10th Super Bowl. No, uh, Nobody else has ever played in even seven. No other quarterback's been to more than five. 19 years as a starter, he missed one for injury. He's more likely to have been in a conference championship game than Shaq is to hit a free throw. He's more likely to be in a Super Bowl <laughs> than Steph Curry is to hit a three-point shot. Okay? Bill Belichick's record without Tom Brady is 62-78. and 78. With Tom Brady, it's 249-75. and 75. 30 playoff wins. Brady is the third quarterback to play in a championship game. Here's a fucking fun factoid for you, dickhead. Tom Brady is the third quarterback to play in championship games in three different decades. Can you name the other two? Hold on. I bet Shannon might get one of them. Hold on, hold on. Three different decades. Let me me think about this. Ain't no Brett Favre. Nope. No. John Elway. Nope, not John Elway. It's a good guess, though. It would just be 80s and 90s for Elway. Because uh, it was 99, my bad. Mm-hmm. Not, you were close, though. Hold on, hold on. How many quarterbacks are there? Three. Fran Tarkin? Nope. You said, you said three, right? There's three. Brady is the third. Bradshaw? Nope. No. Hmm. Unitas? Unitas is one of them. Oh, so we're talking before Super Bowl era. Championship, third quarterback to play in championship games or Super Bowls uh, in three different decades. Otto Graham? That's a great guess, but nope. Okay. Curly Lambeau. Curly Lambeau. Norm Van Brocklin. Oh, is the other one. I never thought of him. 40s, I know. 40s, 50s, and 60s, Johnny Unitas and Tom Brady. Tom Brady is starting his third Super Bowl since turning 40. No God, other quarterback dang. has even started a Super Bowl at all in his 40s. We're not even getting into Jay all the... Re- did. Steve DeBerg. Come on. What do you back up? Super Bowl. 
Oh, oh. Steve the yeah. Bird. Super Bowl. Canadian Bowl. Canadian Bowl. Canadian Bowl. I was Canadian Bowl. You need to eat some more Flutie Flakes, friend. <laughs> yes, Flutie Flakes. <laughs> <laughs> Go drink your Pepsi. <laughs> Look, Actually, dude. I got rum in it, so I'm thinking. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. You, you got something. Okay, my in other it. point. My other point. Did, the alcohol, did, yeah. c- did you have a point? Because your your first point was bullshit. If you want to, <laughs> if you want, look, I'm just saying. If if you want to go after Lindy for un- unreasonably piling on Rogers, we can have a discussion. But you can't. I, go, and you, I think you that's what I was meant to. I don't do know what you were trying to do, but you're trying to go after Lindy for pulling for. for uh, I mean, I, I, I don't. I, I can't. I I don't know how you. Look, look, does Lindy love him some Tom Brady? He damn sure does. <laughs> Lindy, I didn't I can't believe you've turned into like the the end of segment 1. We're ranting about your fandom for Tom Brady. So, this is ridiculous. So hear, hear me out, guys. Next Friday, February 5th, do we have a freestyle Friday and have Lindy on for him to retort? Do mm. we do we you know, as Sam Jackson would say, allow me to retort. I don't I don't know I don't know if it's got to be Friday. I mean, here's here's the good news. We got no games to talk about. All we're gonna do is a Super Bowl preview, so exactly. I, it doesn't need to be. And the thing I hate about recording on a Friday is it burns up. If it burns up Saturday for me with the family, so but we can. I'm sure we could do like we did tonight, and we could have an earlier start, and we can do like a little Super Bowl wrap up. You know, whether that's a Wednesday or a Thursday, I think that would be fun. And Christ Almighty, after that peg legged ass gimped fucking argument you just brought out. Um, I can't wait to hear Lindy's retort. I can't. I can't. I can't wait to hear Lindy's retort to that stack of shit. Oh other than that, other than that, my second part real quick, and I'm. Oh I'm my god! Oh first. my uh, god! I am so so sorry. I'm not sorry. Oh uh, no! Really. <laughs> Even though what I meant to say did not come out the way I wanted to. Otherwise, is it? Aaron's is it? gonna be back. Is it? Um, I was just while we were on the phone. I mean, while we were on the um earlier, <laughs> I was looking at some of the players. Cora Lindley's a free agent. They'll resign him. Aaron Jones is not Aaron Jones get gone. Re-signed. He gone. Uh, Jamal Williams will get resigned. Lazard will probably get resigned. The one set that really irks me every time I hear it. Mm-hmm. Tavon Austin is the only wide receiver that was drafted in the first round that. Aaron Rodgers has ever thrown to. Well, I, I think it's fair to say at this point, you look back at what they did in taking love, just moving to get him and taking him, and you go, really, y'all? Really? We I mean, they're trying to hit. They're trying to hit. Um, uh, strike, strike, strike a third time. I mean, because what look, what franchise can we say has had a starting franchise quarterback for the past damn near thirty years? Two. Look, it's it's hard enough to get like a Hall of Fame guy. Period. But to have two back to back is incredible. To have three is really unlikely. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty damn unlikely. So I get the idea of building for the future. I mean, you can. This is like the thing with Lafleur going. You know what I mean? Trying to analytics this thing, right? Do you have a good feel for your team identity? And I know Green. Nope. Bay, I know Green Bay is not the most aggressive team in free agency. I get it. Um, however, you have you have a clear window, and uh, with Rodgers before you either, either got to shit or get off the pot about keeping him. And realistically, I would say he's not. Two more years. He's not finished. I get the feeling he's not going to finish his career in Green Bay. No. Okay, but he certainly has one more year 
Because at that point, Jordan Love will have two under his belt, and if you believe in Love, run with it. That makes it easier to move Rodgers. Now, it obviously will suppress his value as far as a trade, but a team like, I don't know, Indy or San Fran or some of these other teams that are competitive and have a good roster, if you can bring Rodgers in, you know, I mean, Lord knows what he could do. Christ almighty, I'd love to see, you know, I'd love to see Rodgers with Belichick, but uh, they'd have to bring some wide receivers there. You know who I'd rather like? like (laughs) That'd be fun. Aaron Rodgers with McVay. And see, it's a California guy, right? The Rams would be kind of fun. I mean, it would be. There's good defense. They have some offensive skill position talent. I think Green Bay at least has next year with Rodgers. After that point, it might be a bit of a crapshoot, depending on if they uh, need to commit to love. Contract-wise, they can do too. I know they they were talking about, you know, Rodgers saying he wants to redo his contract. The question really for me is just, is that one of those things where he goes, look, we have a window. I will restructure so we can free up some money to do a couple of things, or is that you need to pay me because y'all are assholes and you tried to draft my replacement and you effed me in the playoffs with that bullshit play call? I really think it's that. <laughs> and I don't want to think that, but I really think it's that. I mean, come on, I mean, at least the year we won uh, Super Bowl in 96. Mm-hmm. I mean, they brought in veteran presidents like Don Beebe, Andre Ryerson. I mean, come on. Let's go out and get some. Uh, Bad Moon Rising. Right. Don't let your um, girlfriend bring your house down. Bryson. <laughs> so, so here's here. It's it just going back and thinking about the draft. Mm-hmm. These are the receivers that were taken after Jordan Love. Oh, don't do this to me. Do T. it. Higgins. Uh. Michael Pittman Jr. Oh, my God. LaVisca Chenault. Claypool's, Claypool's got to be in season. there somewhere. Yeah. KJ Hamler. Chase Claypool. Yep. The touchdown machine in Pittsburgh. Like, those, uh, Van Jefferson in the Rams, he had a couple of decent games. Den- Denzel Mims in the Jets. I mean, He's you could have had a, a number of those receivers to go opposite Adams, like T. Higgins. And Adams, could you imagine? Dude. Mm-hmm. Or Chase Claypool. Claypool? I mean, oh, my man. gosh. Sick. You could have had any one of those guys. In the second round. In the the first round or in the second round. I mean, I know they moved back in, but you could have had any and a number one of those guys. I mean, I'm not taking away from A.J. Dillon. I mean, that was a damn good pick in the second round for what it ended up being. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, I agree with that because I think the kid's going to be dynamite. He was dynamite at Boston College. He's, you know, he played in cold weather. Mm -hmm. He's a solid running back choice, and he's going to do some good things. Do you think there it was the love, pick was yeah the pick was going to be for love all along, or do you think when the 49ers went and got Ayuk, they were like, well, there's our receiver, let's go get a our quarterback of the future. No, it wasn't wasn't the chatter that the Colts were interested or somebody was interested in love and and they made the move. Was it the Colts? I I I wouldn't shock me if it was the Colts, but I mean they had Rivers at that point, bro. Matt, I'm I'm sorry to do this to you. <laughs> so while Shannon looked up the, uh, <laughs> the that draft class of guys who came out after Love, <laughs> here is the top eleven free agent wide receivers potentially that potentially could be on the market. Some of these guys you know are going to get re-signed. So they have Allen Robinson, mm-hmm. Chris Godwin. Juju Mm Smith-Schuster, Kenny Galladay, 
AJ Green, T.Y. Hilton. I know AJ Green. He's done. He's done. Goodbye. Sammy Watkins, Larry Fitzgerald, Alan Lazard, Will Fuller, and Marvin Jones Jr. are all technically going to be free agents this year. I'd say probably eight of those guys will be on the move. I think. Now, would it be out of the question to think Mm -hmm. that one of the things that Green Bay should do is target one of these guys? I don't know if you guys remember, like kind of later in Favre's career, right? He was lobbying like a mofo to get them to bring in Randy Randy Moss. Moss. Let let me tell you what, man. You know, and and again, some some of my fan bias, but they – they wasted some of Favre's years because they just wouldn't spend money in free agency. They wouldn't. Right. And particularly once you get a little bit later in a guy's career, you go, come on, dude. We made this argument with Eli, with the, with the Giants. They just kept getting shit wrong. Um, we made this argument with, you know, Peyton going to Denver. You, you've got a window, right? And clearly, I mean, look, that's what the Buccaneers did with Tom Brady. Yep. Right, oh, they, they said. They, they, they said, you know in. what, Jameis Winston, get the hell out of here. Go steal. Go, go get some crab legs, bitch. Bye. Go to New Orleans. Go, <laughs> go, go down there. Crab legs in the bayou. Eat some gumbo on that yeah. shit. Go get LASIK. Get the fuck out. Yeah, get some LASIK and fuck off. You know, LASIK in Louisiana. Goodbye. You know, uh, they said, look, we got a team we think we can win with. Uh, we're gonna spend some money. We're gonna bring in Tom Brady. They ended up bringing Antonio Brown. You can hate on AB all you want, but I mean, look, they Rock made it. They made they, for a fourth rounder. They made a decision. They made a commitment, and they went for it. Yep. All right. They brought in Fournette, and, and this they brought in Fournette. Look, I, I'm not look. No. The, the Packers have done a great job of being competitive, but there's a there's also understanding the moment, and they did this with Favre, and they appear to be doing it with Rodgers, which is going. You know, we got to balance out the cap and plan for long term and la la la. And I'm not necessarily trying to hate on that, but every once in a while you have to say, you know what? We're going to spend some money and, you know, you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. It's yeah, time to go. Shit. It's time to go. Mm-hmm. It's time to go. In, I mean, don't get me wrong. They they got, they got done right. Past Mostly. Times. Um, I mean, when they got the Smith boys. Mm-hmm. And then you got Amos from Chicago. I know. So they've been, they've been more. They, they have. They have, but you got you got a lot you got a loss versus the 49ers. you got yeah. a loss versus the Bucks. If, I mean, I still money think, on your defense, you, I mean, we, you, okay. you, you got to go look if, if you're gonna if you're gonna stick with Rodgers, which they should, you gotta go all in for the next couple of years. They need to go get up, Juju. I don't want to see yeah. I, I don't want to see I Sammy I don't want to see Sammy Watkins' hamstring up in the cold of Green Bay. You forget about no. it. No. I mean like no. Will Fuller. Uh, no, Allen Robinson, I think, is probably the guy. Allen Robinson. You spent some money he's on that gonna, dude. He's you're gonna spend money on him. You're gonna spend money on Galladay. You're gonna spend money money on Fuller. Galladay can't stay healthy. I, I don't want that guy. Mm-mm. Yeah. Robinson, yes. Juju. That's why I said Juju would be Juju would be good in the slot I mean, for uh, Marvin Green Bay. Jones is another. And we don't have anybody. I mean, if you have a Devontae, Lazard, and a Juju, that's, that's if they a, resign Lazard. They'll resign Lazard. They'll Stay close to the mic. Lindley, they'll resign. Lazard, they'll resign. I know Kevin King's a free agent. His ass is gone. Probably. I think they could use another corner. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they're still close. They need something. Of course they're close. Take, 
they, they need somebody that can take them over the top. I, I mean, they haven't had that legitimate slot guy since Cobb left. I mean, so oh, yeah, this is like, Cobb. Whether it's, the, oh, yeah. whether it's the draft or free agency, the receivers are going to be there. They just have to make the commitment to go get them. Yeah. Well, look, 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 look. All right, look, yeah. we, I'm out of drinks. I'm out of beverages. We got to take Me a break. It, it's an hour yeah, and a half, yeah. man. <laughs> we need a pause. <laughs> we are. We have are, are talked about the Packers for like almost the entire first segment. Uh, mostly. So what? Yeah, so what? Big deal. We said you had to go to bed. It's almost one. Yeah, it's late yeah, for you. All right, this is what I want you to do. Okay. Wrap up your thoughts. Whether it's Rodgers, the floor, the Packers, whatever. Wrap up your thoughts and call your shots for the Super Bowl. And we need to wrap up segment one so I, we can take a bathroom break and get fresh beverages, man. It comes down to it. I think <laughs> 90% of that loss uh, was coaching. Mm-hmm. And I think 10% was probably non-calls. I think the Packers played a good game. I just don't think the play calling – was made was able to put them in the right position to be mm-hmm. successful when they got those three gifts from uh, Brady. So they'll be back, like we just said. They need something else. They've got the backfield in in line. Resign Lindley back in the area. The line's gonna be fine. The line played good. We need to get rid of uh, um, Mike Pettit. Bring some kind of different schemed. Staying a three-four, I don't care. But bring a guy who knows how to coach. Maybe Capers can come back. It's like a single Terry <laughs> or something. Um, Super Bowl shot. My gut, my gunch, because I'm having one of them gunches. Gunches. My gut. My gut. It's a hunch and a gut. My gut hunch. Gunch. Um. <laughs> why does this game feel like another Philly, New England, where there's gonna be a lot of offense? And not a lot of defense. And you could see Brady for throwing for like four or 500 yards, and you could see Mahomes. This is going to be a high-scoring game. I just don't think there's enough playmakers in that secondary and underneath mm-hmm. to stop Kelsey and Tariq Hill. I just don't. And I think that forty nine, um, that forty nine, the Kansas City's defense is a smidge better mm. than um, mm. uh, Tampa Bay's. And mm. I think Spagnola for some reason knows how to coach a defense in the in the playoffs. <clears throat> well, I don't. I don't, I don't. You, you better hope that Kansas City's line can handle JPP and Jack Barrett because Fish is done. Torn Achilles out. Yeah, and, I know. They, and they got offensive line injuries. I mean, the, at the, look, ultimately, it, it's it's you know, it's Mahomes. You know, it's yeah. Mahomes, and and Kansas City's defense has has played up in big moments, and we'll see how Spags does. Obviously, you have the, the old <clears throat> history with Spags and uh, getting after Brady back in the Giants days, but I think most people are going to be you know on the on the Chiefs train on it. Um, but I, I don't know that I agree with you that the, the defenses are going to suck. I, I I I think there's a high potential for the offenses. Yeah, I, I think there will be sacks and stuff. I mean, all that stuff. Yeah. But I also think you're, they're going to be able to throw in them. Yeah, I, I, to me, it's going to be a real big point of curiosity to see how the defenses play. 
I certainly think there's a high high upside for a high scoring, lots of offensive production kind of game. Uh, but I, I'm a little bit worried about Kansas City's line. And while I don't love either team's defense, I got to tell you, man, some of the stuff that Tampa Bay has done, and we're not going to look. There's no Derek Brooks, right? I mean, we're not going to confuse them with like in prime time, you know, yeah. that era of Bucks defense, but. You know, White, and I mean, they, they've done some good things. And um, yeah. they'll have Winfield back. So I think they're going to be most – and they got Vita – is it Vita Villa? Vita Villa, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, get, getting him back is huge. I mean, it's a big dude, man. But getting him back, big deal. So, it, you know, that Bucks front, can they get the Mahomes without having the blitz? Well, they like the blitz, but, you know, Mahomes likes it when you blitz him. So, I mean, there, there's a lot of stuff. And don't forget that Todd Bowles coached with Andy Reid in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot at of – at the end of the day – a lot of interesting setups, but Kansas City at their best. If if you get the best out of Kansas City, Kansas City wins this game. You know what I mean? I don't think you do. You don't. You don't think what? You don't think you get the best out of Kansas City? So you're going to be forty-one, Kansas City thirty-eight. Look at you taking the taking old man Brady in the box, man. The Look alcohol made me say it. The alcohol. Maybe, I'm sorry. That Bartles and Lames. It's all good, man. That's fine. Bartles and Lames. Bartles and Lames. All right. Value taking the, he's on record. He's taking the bucks. There you go. Yeah. All right, look, we let, let's take a break. It's one o'clock, man. Usually we're only like uh halfway through segment one or a third of the way through segment one by now. This is great. <laughs> yes, it what is. are you gonna do? Yeah, what were you gonna say, Whitfield? Does Brady hang it up? No. He has to go for another one. No. Okay. Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't I don't think he walks off if they win. Tempted, but no. I think he's doing uh, at least one more I year. He wanted to play to forty-five. I thought that was his goal. He, he talked about forty-five. Uh, I I think if if they happen to win, I think he's accomplished enough that you know what I mean. Like, yes, like what has he got left to prove? What has he got? Left Running to prove? it back. I I think there's a sense of satisfaction to prove. There's a story. There's Belichick there's a story about play. him with, and I think it was the Steelers. And somebody on the Steelers, like, guaranteed they would beat him in the playoffs, right? And 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 I and I think they embarrassed him. And Tom Brady like went running down the field like fifty or sixty yards or something. I I think what is it It was like Ryan Clark telling the story, and got the dude's face. I don't remember if it was their undefeated season or what. I don't I don't quite recall, but guaranteed a victory, man. He went running on down and got the you know there you go. Shouldn't have made that guarantee, huh? And uh, I, I think to win it, what it, it, like his legacy is sealed. I mean, there's he's fine. I mean, like whatever happened, he could fall off. Max Kellerman could finally be correct, and he falls off the cliff. Right? It's only, <laughs> it's only take it's only taking Max like yeah. It's only taking. I think Tom Brady wants to just you know keep saying f you to Kellerman, right? No, I, I think he runs it back. If they win, it, whatever. I think win lose whatever. He's he's Seriously back next year. Tempted if they win. I think Seriously. he might be tempted to be like, man, that's a nice walk-off. But the thing is, he's got, you know what I mean? He's got so much harder. He don't need to walk off. He can be like, nah, man, I'm still good. Let's go. Let me keep let me keep setting any record you can conceivably think of. And <laughs> and here's the other thing. I think for him to get a victory over Mahomes in the Super Bowl, because, you know, everybody's all knob slobbing him. And I love Mahomes, too. Don't get me wrong. Okay? He's I tremendous. Get, I, I got it. He's tremendous. But I think to get a victory over Mahomes – is very satisfying, and if they can do that, they're going to run it back. Here's the deal: he and Mahomes are tied at two and two right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. So this is the tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Nance and Romo, when that game went on during the season, they they were talking about how important this was to Mahomes for him to tie it up. Mm-hmm. How important is this for Brady to say, nah, dog, I, I'm going to go 3-2. Go yeah. Best and, of five. Yeah. And, and, you know, Brady, people pile on him and, and you know, give the due grief, but, I mean, he he's a, he's a great competitor. And unless you're mouthy at him, for the wrong reasons, like he'll go, you know what I mean? Because there's stories about him going to the locker room with Mahomes, you know, mm-hmm. when talking to him, and you know, other years. I mean, like, like game. It, it's the proverbial game respects game. Game may not respect mouthy, but game respects game. You know what I'm saying? And he knows. He knows Mahomes is the future. He knows that. Everybody. I mean, the only way Mahomes isn't the future is if you know. If he decides to quit football randomly or some terrible injury happens to that guy, if he's healthy and on field, man, I mean, his he's gonna he's gonna be chasing stuff for a while. But again, he's like twenty five or twenty. How is isn't he twenty five? Is twenty four, twenty five? What whatever? I mean, he's young. He's, he's young, young, dude. His whole career is in front of him. So you know what I mean when you talk about what when you talk about these greats and the goats and all that stuff. Here's the thing, man. It's not. Think about how different the Patriots teams were in two thousand one. Versus 2007, versus 2012, versus I mean, 2016, versus clock killing Corey. You know Dillon. what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. Uh, you know Travis Kelsey. They've he, adapted. He, he's not gonna be. He's not gonna be playing when Mahomes is 35. Nope. Tyreek Hill. When does this beat him? I mean, who knows? You know that it's not just the quarterback. It's the evolution of the team over their career. Because of the salary cap, because of how you draft, because of injuries. Can you keep the team together? Can you draft replacements? Can you do all these other things? Kansas City right now is incredible. But you it, it, it to do it and sustain it over 15 or 20 years is a rare thing. And that's why people hate the damn Patriots so much. But you have to respect what they did, even if you you know are pro-deflate gate or not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, oh, God. You know, I'm just saying, like, you can criticize, you can, you know, say you hate them or they cheated or the videotapes or Spygate or Deflategate or whatever. I mean, the thing is, 20 years, dude, 20 years. And I, look, I think Andy Reid is great. I think Patrick Mahomes is, is phenomenal. I have no dog in the fight, but I love good football and I love good stories and I love this great, will be a good football and I love game. greatness. So, it, yeah, this is great to get to get the greatest of right now versus the greatest of all time is a fascinating story angle. But rest assured that Tom Brady wants to be able to win this one against Mahomes because that's a legacy win that's that's really sweet to be like, yeah, I'm, kid, I know you're what's next, but you know what? I ain't done yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You win this Super Bowl, then yeah. ride off. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and, and we always make it – we have a tendency to always make it about the quarterbacks. It's a team thing. You know what I mean? The quarterbacks matter. The teams matter. Tom Brady's not winging in a vacuum, right? He's not. No. Mahomes isn't winning in a vacuum. But Mahomes is going to get an asshole to credit because he's phenomenal. Brady's going to get you know an asshole to credit or an asshole to criticism because he's Tom Brady. So it's just what it is. It, it people love to talk about it. People love to bitch about it. People love to hate on it. People love to you know knob slob on it. All those things, man. That that's what those guys are. They're that that's it's a great moment. It's a great storyline. It's gonna be fun. But rest assured, man, if if Brady can get a W in this game, ooh, he's gonna love that on the pelt, right? Like that's mm-hmm. a that's a big one. That's, that's a big one. She said. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, all right, y'all. Let's take a break. All right. right. Y'all. Great night, buddies. Good night, bro. Go get some sleep. Yes, sir. All right, man. Rest up. All right. uh, We're just going to take a pause. I mean, we're a buck 40, so ain't no segment one, segment two. We're just going to talk about some more crap and call our shots and get the hell out. But we do need to at least take a pause for a minute because, God bless, I need a new beverage and I need a bathroom break. Sweet, Sweet baby Jesus. All right, we'll be back in a minute. <laughs> we're at the Sports Brew, as always. Keyword Sports and Brew. LiveSportsCast.com, Home Veto and Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Amazon Music, all that stuff, man. You can track us down. You like sports, beer, and bullshitting? You found a good spot. I can't believe he called out Lindy for his Brady fandom. Really? Uh, what the fuck? Really? Let me just say this. And then he tried to go after you for being a fan of Montana. What the hell was that? Anyway. Ah, Whitfield. Ugh. Drugs. Put the stop doing drugs. <laughs> Where's the Arnold soundboard? You should not drink and Wait a second, wait a second. If ever there was a time to break that out, you know what, McGuffin? God bless, you are right. Where is that one at? <laughs> you drunk bitch. No, not that one. <laughs> you drunk fuck. Oh, that that one works. You should not drink and bake. Accurate. Could I speak to the drug dealer of the house, please? <laughs> Go LT from the Water Boy. Leads me to my another point, kids. Don't, don't do drugs. Do crack. <laughs> don't do crack. Don't, don't do, do crack. crack. Sorry. Don't do drugs. Don't do crack. All right. Anyway, yeah, that that all feels oddly accurate. That that was I, I, I don't know I don't know man. He he lost. He had a moment. I I thought I knew where he was going, and then he jumped a shark he lost and. It. Then it, yeah. I mean, we've gone yeah. off the rails before, but that just, was just a train wreck from the word go. Just going off the rails. That's okay, but I mean, God as, bless. As a Wake up, you drunk I don't go against dudes that I know that will just out talk me and outsmart me. And like Justin and Lindy are two of those dudes. Like mm. I just don't even bother because I know both y'all are smarter than me, and y'all can talk a lot more shit than I could ever talk. So I'm just I'll shut my mouth. <laughs> Damn right. Of <laughs> anyway, I love y'all, but I know better. You dumb bitch. Whoa, exactly. harsh. You got any hell? There we go. I do. Anyway, all right, and all right. I need all right. some more. <laughs> I also need some more. Okay, pause time. We'll be back in a moment. <laughs> I, Lindy, who knew that was going to turn into that? Yikes. I, I, and I take contributions to the Tom Brady Defense Fund. Thanks. Bitcoin. Lindy gonna sharpen his claws, man. Bitcoin accepted. Appreciate it. All right, we'll Woo. be back. We'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> yes, sir. Had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes. Take a little break. Take the dog out. You know how that stuff goes, man. Drain the bladder. Have a little fun. Uh, but we are back, and uh, you know, first of all, man, I'm excited that uh, we weren't sure we were gonna have him tonight, but we have an actual appearance from the birthday boy. That's right. The one and only D-Stat, man. Bro, what's up, man? Happy birthday. Well, thank you. Thank you, sir. Uh, look, look, I'm going to go old school, old school. Because, you know. Here you go. Vintage. <laughs> Sweet. How does it feel to be 16, D-Stat? Getting up there in years. <laughs> it feels excellent. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, man. That's an old song, dude. That's super old. I was looking, just looking up birthday that's even, songs. That's even before your time. Yeah, that is even even before my time. That's crazy. I was looking, just looking up birthday, and like I knew I was going to have the Beatles, right, if you showed up. But uh, then I found like Neil Sedaka. I was like, what? 
<laughs> How do I have this song? And I was like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll do that. Sweet 16, yeah, that's fun. All right, so um, you missed all the segment one shenanigans. But somewhere along the line, I don't, I don't know what got in the Whitfield, whether he was drinking or, or whether he had a concussion. I'm not quite sure what happened. But he decided to go after Lindy, and he basically said <laughs> that, that Lindy is riding Brady's dick. And I was like, and we were just like, whoa, <laughs> that's a little bit I much. Was like, damn, bro. Shannon, dude, Shannon was like, yo, man, maybe we should crop that out of the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, let the dude sleep on it and think about it. Yeah. <laughs> think about what you just said. Oh, I'll, I don't know, dude. That was a, that's a bold choice. That's a bold strategy, Cotton. I don't think, I don't think it's going to work out for him. No, uh, it's, it's not. You know. Let's so. be honest. He earned the beat down, so I'm, I'm, I'm actually really curious to see what what uh, what Lindy says. Oh my God! So we'll see. Uh, what what we figured we might do next week is uh, have another another early go, and maybe we'll get Lindy on just for fun. Because I mean, we're you know, I mean, the games are done, so the, right. it's like a, a Super Bowl revisit. You know, talk about some stuff, have a little fun, and uh, it may you know, I mean. I'm telling you, Whitfield threw the gauntlet down, right? Right? He threw it down. I mean, it, it, I mean, that was a bold choice, man. I'm not. I'm not sure I would have gone there, right? You know, so I, I don't think I would have called out. I don't think I would have set it up that way. Uh, so that, that, don't go there with me. <laughs> don't go there with me. <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> I don't know if I'm feeling that one, but uh, all the people to get try to get into a dick measuring contest. Yeah. That's yeah. Matt. I mean, look, it, it, it's one oh, thing to not like Tom Brady. It's another thing to go at it that way. I was like, yeah, no, nah, that's not going to work out well for you, bro. <laughs> I had to end up defending Lindy, Lindy's Tom Brady fandom. I mean, like, for real. Not that Lindy what? needs me to do that for him, but I was just like, come on, man. Hey, like, I, I love the line that Woodfield said. was like, man, Brady hasn't had – what did he say? Brady, Brady's not the reason they've won anything. <laughs> like, to get like, here. Are you like, serious? No, they like, didn't make the playoffs last year. They come had on, dude. Roster. Like, come Tom on. Brady, yep. Tom Brady is tied for the most wins in Tampa Bay Bucks playoff history now. <laughs> like, one year, dude. <laughs> Todd Brad Johnson. So, if, if y'all want to be sh- shocked, I mean, you know, doubly shocked, I mean, honestly, I've spent a lot of my last, like – week week and a half here and there with a buddy of mine in dallas mm-hmm. um who's a, a hardcore cowboys fan but like he is the most anti-brady and, and I, I honestly i i've kind of gotten weirdly sick of the brady hate i i, I and so i think even myself i'm i'm changing a little bit i'm still i'm rooting chiefs i'm rooting yeah. chiefs but understandable um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I saw an article that I think I, I meant to share in uh, Sports Rechat, or I, I don't know where it was seen, or maybe, maybe it was shared in Sports Rechat. That's where I got it from. But about how uh, about how ESPN was was way too late with their, you know, apology about you know, uh, Deflate Gate and how I mean it was, yeah. just, was you know clearly just you know so blown out of proportion that if anything it was the most you know minor minor thing that was done nothing that would really relate to cheating or giving such a significant advantage so the people who just non-stop oh he's nothing but a cheater he's nothing but a cheater blah blah it's just it's so blown out of proportion it's such mm-hmm. nonsense it, it's okay um, to not like them yeah, right absolutely. It, it's Everybody totally fine it, like it's okay everyone. to not like them it's okay to root against them it's okay to hate them but like at some point you have to be a realist you know like uh i think i think i read something that was like over the past 30 years Right, the only only players in the NHL, the NBA, the NFL, and MLB 
that have been in 10 championship games over the last 30 years are Tom Brady and LeBron James. That's it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, across. So across you have to go back to if baseball is Yogi Berra at 14. Yeah. I mean, you're talking well, about like that, that, that uh, Bill Russell era Celtics, right? I mean, you're yeah, going like, right. yeah. I mean, you, you got to go so old school to get to anybody that's even, you know. Yeah, I mean, LeBron just like this past season was his 10th NBA finals. Mm-hmm. Like, it's ridiculous. And, and it's, by the way, ridiculous. My my dude dropped forty six the other night when I when some Cleveland exec decided to open his mouth. <laughs> like, way to go, well, dummy! Why are you trying LeBron, man? Yeah, just like, don't, yeah. don't. What do you why? Think? And by the way, Mark, see if you can turn yourself up a little bit, bro. Gladly. There you go. Getting there. All right, keep going, Shannon. Yeah, it's like it's just elite company, man. Like we. We're living in an age where, you know, we're seeing the greatest quarterback of our generation, the greatest basketball player of this generation, LeBron James. Baseball, I mean, I would say Trout, but he's got to make the playoffs at some point. I mean, he, he's got to get in there at some if, point. If your legacy is regular season legacy, I mean, you, you, you can be a great player, but if you got nothing in the playoffs, bro, you know, I mean, it, it it's hard. It, it's anytime you get into the uh, all time greats, one of the things the lines of demarcation. It, it's just how you do in the playoffs, and do, do you have a championship or not? Did you at least get there? You know, yeah. I mean, for all look, Dan Marino, incredible guy, but you know what gets held against him? No rings. Yeah, right. And you the know, crazy part is, is he got there early in his career. I know. Never, never got there got again. Back. No. I, and it, I think we've also always said. I mean. Marino would, in a heartbeat, trade every single one of his records for a ring. Well, I, mean, I think I don't so. Think he holds any records. Well, I know, point. but when, when he did, when he did, still have the records. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, he absolutely would have. I mean, because you know, you know that that's that's what you know the greatest are recognized by, and and it's it's not to say that Marino is not given his due as an elite quarterback. Of course he is, and he, and he should be. But he knows. I mean, that that's that's know. the one thing that he'll always be remembered. It, it just it never happened, and and obviously it wasn't entirely on him. No, but it just it, but it's it's always gonna sting. That I, I mean, mean, but see, that's another thing that matters is, is when Whit, when first of all, when Whitfield said that Brady had nothing to do with you know where the Bucks are. I mean, come hated on, hated it. <laughs> hey, that's just stupid. Hated it. I mean, when we talk about football as a great team sport, right? Think about what Mahomes did when Hardman muffed that damn punt. Okay? That that was a I mean that was so much muff on that you'd think that would had a Pornhub channel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right? That was atrocious. But what if, dog thought that was her name being called when they said yeah. muff. <laughs> but I mean what what did Mahomes do? He goes over to Hardman and he's like, "Yo, you know, we got this. I'm going to get the ball." You know what I'm saying? Like he he's yeah. working with that guy. What, what happened down. when Mahomes got hurt and was out? And Chad Henney's up in there. He tweets out anything's possible. Okay, so that's leadership. All right, that that's fun, you know being the kind of person that elevates your team. And it's not just on field stuff or on field coaching. And we can make fun of Brady for getting pissed and yelling at stuff. I mean, he, you know, I mean, we can poke fun at stuff. But you know that guys like Mahomes, guys like Brady, are essentially guys like Peyton Manning, guys like John Elway. All right, they're essentially on-field coaches. You know what I'm saying? They elevate their teammates. And the greatest of the greats, however you want to define it, find a way to elevate their team and find a way to elevate their teammates. 
to push them and get more out of them and extract more performance out. All right. There's a reason you can hate Jordan, but you have to respect what he did. You might think he's a dick, right? And you can make a pretty credible argument that he was an asshole to a lot of people. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. But whether you like him or not, he was a great player and he elevated those around him because he pushed them. You may not like the style. That's fine. That's subjective. It's not all sunshine and roses. <clears throat> but man. you know for damn sure that one of the things Tom Brady brought with him to Tampa Bay was, particularly in a year that you didn't have a full off season, you didn't have all that crap, is what he knows about defenses, what he knows about offenses, what he knows about preparation, and what he knows about game planning, scheme, you know, all these things, right? to elevate players and to find ways to be successful. It doesn't mean you can always execute what you think you can do, right? But he makes it better. And if if you're going to tell me that you don't think Brady, the whole package of what he is, you know, it didn't make Tampa Bay better because of all those other variables, you better be making a healthy profit on what you're what you're smoking cuz you need to sell some of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, I'll, I'll say this. <laughs> I mean, uh, I was just going to say, I mean, it, it just, it doesn't happen by accident. I mean, mm -mm. You, you, the, we're talking about the most elite of the elite athletes in a league that is as competitive as anything. Um, there's, you know, very few teams that repeat anything from year to year to have half of the success that he's had. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't have numbers in front of me. I don't know how the number, I don't know how the players, but. I mean, there's a whole lot of guys that don't go to a single Super Bowl, obviously. Correct. You realize he's been in 18% of the Super Bowls, I think. It's, it's right? absurd. Or something I mean, it's obscene. It's absolutely absurd. And so I just, you know, I, even even when I was, you know, more of a <laughs> hater of Brady, um, I, 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 I wasn't somebody who would deny his, his skill. And, and now that I think I'm largely backing off on of a lot of it, it's, it's, it's amazing to watch. I mean, it just – and I, I would hope that anybody – like you said, anybody is entitled to not like them. I mean, that that's going to exist, uh, of course. I mean, I, I don't have a whole lot of reasons that I hate Rivers, but I just got to do. Um, Dad gummit. <laughs> but uh, I mean, he seems like a bit of a schmuck, but yeah, he probably, I'm sure, largely isn't. A anyway, um, but yeah, like what Brady's doing, what LeBron is doing, it's just stuff that's just it, it's it's rare. It's you're in rarefied air. I, I know that's obvious, um, but I, I would hope that most people would recognize it. Even if you don't like the person, may have got some reason not to like them. Um, you're enjoying and and giving to <clears throat> for what they've done and what they're doing because um, it's incredible. And, and uh, I. I hope, I expect we're going to have a damn fun game on Should Sunday. Be. And uh, I think a After lot of next. people expect it to. Because I know you don't mean the Pro Bowl. <laughs> no, not this one. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, while a lot of people probably think that it's the, the, the Chiefs to lose, I mean, my goodness. I mean, they're, they're, you know, how incredible it would be if Brady wins it. And you know, obviously they've got plenty of a chance to win it. That's. Yeah. <clears throat> they they do. Uh, and, and by the way, since you brought up Philip Rivers, you know what I forgot to do last week was play the Philip Rivers soundbite. So Shannon, I owed this to you, Dad Gummit. <laughs> so it, this is just one of, one of the clips. I actually listened to him this time. This is the only one I'm going to play. But uh, just in honor of Philip Rivers. <laughs> 
Speaking. Well, first of all, he never cursed. Uh, he never know, curses, huh? Never cursed. Not one time. It crap. 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 Shoot. Golly. Gosh, that should have been huge. Dang it. Dang it. Dang it. It chops my face really bad. Delta. Cut. Crap. Thanks for the encouragement. Oh, crap. <laughs> Thanks for the encouragement. Oh crap! <laughs> that coming. <laughs> I will say this: probably my favorite clip was when, uh, and I guess JJ Watt shared one, uh -huh. and uh, he was going against the Texans, and he pointed out a linebacker who was in the wrong place on a blitz. He said, "Oh, whatever your number is, you're in the wrong place. You should be over here when you blitz, not here." And JJ Watt just. Just started cracking up right in his stance because he's like, shit, he's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a point with any kind of sports thing where just, you know, teams or players are so accomplished. The only thing you can hold against them is you can make era arguments or, I mean, you can find ways to argue against them, but it's just the resume is so padded and so thick that it's like, just appreciate them for what they accomplished, you know. Um, yeah, I, this, this might this will be a, a weird, a sort of weird aside, but like uh, I went down a, a, a short YouTube rabbit hole the other day mm -hmm. uh, watching some some Andrew. That's Lux impressive because YouTube can be a deep dive, man. Oh, yeah. of course. <laughs> Thankfully, I, I didn't let this one go too too long. But uh, just 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 a couple of Andrew Luck things started with uh, one of the you know talking heads that you know I feel like was talking out of his ass about like. You know how weak it was that you know Luck retired when he did. You know that he was just running away, and I mean just just completely nuts in any way, shape, or form of recognizing how much abuse that guy took through his career. And I mean everything that his teammates and and all said about him. There's nothing about Luck that was running away from the game or that was you know anything like that. I mean, dude, what would have loved? I mean, I'm sure he's heartbroken that he he had to call it when he did. But you know what? What's more important than playing more football is living the rest of your life. Yeah, and not not broke not broken into pieces, um. But uh, but the other thing I'll say, and and maybe this was talked about by y'all before, or, and and maybe I somehow just missed it, but I felt like I'd never seen this before. But watching the clips of how he used to like frequently like congratulate the people who sacked him, or like I mean, just on the field, like they they were mic'd up, where he'd be like, "Great job, <laughs> you know, good good one, great hit." Uh, I mean, like, mm -hmm. who, do who does that? But that's just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, we, we've, yeah, we've definitely uh, laughed about that because, I mean, he he he's just like a likable dude. Yeah. And like, I mean, yeah, football was his job, but like, he just wasn't a, a, an a hole, a true trash talker. Like, he was just like, oh yeah, good job, man. <clears throat> you know, know like, good sack, good hit. It, some of this is recency bias, but man, let, let me tell you, there's a lot of people that, you know, it's the old proverbial, who would you want to share a beer with and hang out or play golf with or whatever? Just, you know, maybe in our context, we'd say, who who would you want to play cornhole with for the afternoon, right? <laughs> like, believe me, the, Man the Mannings would be great. If you could hang out with Eli and Peyton and play some cornhole and drink some beers, you know how fun that would be? Oh, yeah. That would be fantastic. Well, we're drinking craft <laughs> beer, not Bud Light. Well, of course. But and we're gonna give him like the twelve percenter so we can win. Do, do you know how much of a riot it would be to to hang and to shoot the breeze with Brady? Oh God! I mean, imagine yeah. the stories that guy has, right? Oh, I mean, it would just so it would just be stories, particularly yeah, if we man. could get Peyton, Eli, and Brady. Then, then you're set, dude. 
get all, get all, get all of them. You're totally set, man. That would be fantastic. Maybe so, Jim Nansen, just for good measure. But hello, uh, friend. <laughs> 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 wouldn't, wouldn't it be great to get a, a you know, like off the record, honest answer from Brady about how much it bothers him that he was never able to beat the Giants? Oh, I mean, Eli's... Eli interviewed the other day, yeah, and he Eli... said he beat. Yeah, Brady brings that up every time, and yeah, Eli, yeah, never Eli does. said he doesn't bring it up, but Brady has, and yeah, it bothers him. It I bothers mean, him sure. because and, and, I mean, because they I mean, had the chance at the perfect season. You know, they had the, they had the chance at the perfect season. Yeah. I like 2011 can just go down the drain. That 2007 one, dude. Mm-hmm. That that one. If there's ever a loss that stings, is that one? Is that one? Sure. You know, because then I, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the whole that's the in the grasp Super Bowl, the the in the grasp that wasn't. That was the uh, the referees. They they said the head referee was about, I mean, probably a quarter of an inch from calling. I saw one grasp. argument that said because Eli Manning wasn't going backwards, they didn't call it. Had he yes. been going backwards, they would have gone ahead and called correct. it. But because he wasn't going backwards, they 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 let it go. Uh, but that's that's the in, that's the in the graphs that wasn't that's the Tyreek not the Tyreek the uh, David Tyreek David Tyreek David Tyreek the, the ball the, the ball on the helmet and w- wasn't it Rodney Harrison that was on yep. him you know I mean think about everything that went into and again you know we were talking in segment one about you know these big moments in the playoffs and these teams that really step up and deliver and find ways to clutch up and forgive me let me see if I can find this. I should be able to. I'm not going to play this. You thought you smelled some good old pussy. <laughs> you brought your two little mincy faggot balls along for a good old time. That's not even a full soundbite. That's not the one I wanted. What the hell? <laughs> Alrighty then. This is from Snatch. Literally. So, you're obviously the big dick. Not on either side here are your balls. There are two types of balls. All right. Well, while we've got a second, Mark, as it stands today, and we're more than a week away from the Super Bowl, it is the Chiefs minus three and a half, and the totals at fifty-seven. I know there's a lot more uh, prop bets that we're going to get into next week, but really, really extremely early lean both ways. The Chiefs minus three and a half, and the total of fifty-seven. What, what are your calls? Uh, I think I'm still a little torn on the spread. Um, I, I I do think my gut says KC, um, but I want to take some more time with it. But if, if so, but if I had to pick right now, I'll say I'm on KC. I I think I like that under. I we've had so many high-scoring games of late. I think that type that Tampa Bay defense. Um, I mean, they're they're stouts, and you know we know that nobody uh, shuts down, just totally shuts down Mahomes. Uh, I, I don't, I definitely don't see that happening. You can only hope to contain them, right? Exactly. Uh, keep 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 them in check, uh, and certainly if you you want a quarterback that can, I think adapt to what is necessary, which obviously you want to keep Mahomes off the field for as much as possible. Uh, certainly, you'd like to think that Tampa Bay can do that. Um, you know, to make turn it not entirely into a field position uh field position kind of game obviously they've got plenty of weapons i recognize that it's not as though the over is just relying on kansas city for the, all the points mm-hmm. but i would put it more in the low 50 late 40 or low 40 or 
upper 40s, low 50s range. So I think I've just – I take the under, yeah. See, I, th- I thought the last line I saw uh, over under was like 56 and a half. I'm sure that's going to yeah. move around, but so according to Shannon's moving up a half points. Um, you'll you'll see it slightly different, uh, different different books. Yeah, uh, I think I think Bovada still had it at fifty six and a half last I saw, but I think the over is going to be hit a lot on that. It's going to drive it up, and people will just hit the under. I think so too. I I I, it's, I doubt it would move more than the points, but I could definitely see it at like fifty seven and a half. I mean, which is I mean that's real real high for. I mean, certainly most high-scoring games uh, this year, you would see it around like 54, 55 would be like real high scoring. So, I mean, for a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. you know, uh, over, under, over, you know, 57. I mean, that's expecting a lot. And again, I, I, I get it. I do. I just, I'm hard-pressed to, I, I think you're absolutely right. You expect expect the public to, to love the, that over and, and perhaps drive it up a bit more. Um, I don't know that I would recommend, you know, hammer in the under but that's that's my fairly strong lean i was gonna say i think you'll see a lot of high money come in on that super bowl sunday on the on the under high money are we talking about some pot stocks what's happening <laughs> I, uh, I mean the reddit users will probably come in on the under on sunday well apparently and, and make the super bowl a fortune 500 company. yeah apparently apparently dogecoin is going to be one of the next things that's going to go all, all bananas so no. <laughs> Um, by, by the way, by the way my, huh? my favorite meme out of this whole GameStop stuff is like at the big table and they have like Big Big Bird with all these dudes and it's like GameStop's first meeting with like Tesla and all these other like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <high laughs> stock options. <laughs> there's a bunch there's a bunch that are funny. There's a bunch that are funny. Uh, and, and I will say uh, it's one of my favorite stories of the week is this whole thing with, with GameStop and the um, – and the Reddit board, Wall Street bets. Uh, you know, if you haven't followed it, it, it if it hasn't broken on all the main news yet, it's it's going too soon because it, it's just a wild ride. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, Game GameStop. I mean, the, the GameStop's been on the struggle bus for real as far as valuation and then what the future is for the company. And uh, you know, I'm not. You know, I I buy stocks to just hold them, man. I'm I'm not a day trader. I don't get in all that rigmarole with shorts and this thing and all this craziness. But what's a short seller? Yeah, no, nah, I don't, I don't mess with that. But it is funny watching. You know, you think about all the stuff that hedge funds do, and you know, if you want to talk about like market manipulation, I mean, those things are real, right? When you know, all you got to do is look at you know a guy like Elon Musk talking about something, and it, it the stock market moves. You know, a guy like uh, Trump talking about whatever the stock market moves. I mean, these things happen. It's a, it's a real deal, right? So to think about market manipulation and you know the, these basic these kind of gambles on the stock market, well, when they do that, you know, and then you get these these people on whatever show, Mad Money or CNBC or whatever the hell they want to go on and talk about these things, they can influence what's going on, right? And if you don't think they have more knowledge than the average person, well, you're the, what was it, P.T. Barnum or whatever the you know, there's a sucker born every minute. Well, there's yeah. a lot of stock market suckers. And what's hilarious about what's going on with GameStop is you have all these people basically going, fuck your shorts, man. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to inflate the shit out of this price and fuck y'all. Y'all going to have to eat shit. And so, the, the, I mean, you know, and I, I bought a share just for fun. I keep some screw around money in my investment account. And so just for giggles, you know, I went ahead and bought a share of GameStop. And I'm kicking myself because, 
you know, when we had the COVID crash, it was dirt cheap. I was like, I ought to buy a couple shares of GameStop and ended up not doing it. And now, you know, it's just a shame because I could have been like, hell yeah, I'd sell it. And I, I could have bought a whole bunch of crap I actually want. You know, I could have bought yeah, some tests, you know, but <laughs> but I did I, I did buy a share just for fun, just for fun to see where it goes. But it's one of my favorite stories of the week. It's just it's just the retail traders going, you know what? F y'all. We're going to buy this up. We're going to run this up. We're going to we're going to do what you guys do to screw all kinds of people all the time. And y'all can eat it. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious. And a whole bunch of people are probably going to get burned, but it's it's hilarious. Will you say how much you bought it at? Like curiosity, uh, three forty-seven. So I'm I'm almost guaranteed to lose money, but I I thought it would be great just to do it. I think it was three, maybe it was maybe it was three forty, but it was it was in the you know three forty-ish zone. But I just thought it would be great just to be like I was in on that ride. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even if I get nothing out of it, I look it's at it like this. Ride. Yeah, I look at it like this. If I can make enough money off of that to buy a share of something I want to just hold, then that's a win. Right. You know what I mean? And I, I just think the story is so fascinating that I'm like, you know, I'm going to take some of my screw around money and I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to buy a share just for fun. And that's what I did. Yeah, I went I went Bruce Arians, man. No risk it, no biscuit. So Matt LaFleur clearly isn't up on the GameStop, man. <laughs> the game, the game stonk. <laughs> the GameStop stonk. He's not doing it. <laughs> Anywho, I, I love that story. It's one of my favorite, favorite, favorite things of the week is Wall Street bets and just all, all the things just going after them. And, you know, I think it's a riot. I think it's a riot, man. Well, you know, it's just going to be a fun story unless you unless you eat your ass with a whole bunch of money. I think it's I think it's a great ride. But, you know, who knows what kind of regulatory stuff's going to come out of it. But it is pretty funny because, like. Stuff that they've been doing, if it's on the right side of the equation, right, with the hedge funds, man, no regulations necessary. But when it's like all these people banding together, you know, screwing the hedge fund, oh, man, we need some more regulations, dude. <laughs> we can't have this. F-O-H. You know, it's just hilarious. So I, I, I think uh, <laughs> Lindy posted something on my wall. Let's see if I can pull it real quick. Uh, hold on. Where is that thing? Yeah. Oh, you're laughing at the hedge fund that got juked by Reddit? Well, they're bankrupt now. Are you laughing now? Is it funny that a bunch of MBAs are out of their job? Can you laugh knowing that they're explaining to their investors that, investors that they were outmaneuvered by username potato in my ass? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, kudos, kudos to that Reddit group. And look, if, if you're not used to scrolling Reddit, man... Buckle up, because it gets ugly up in Reddit, y'all. You better be ready for some real salty-ass language, because they get vicious up in there. Oh, man. It gets ugly quick. But yeah. I, I, like I've seen, there's, I mean, there's people who've done good things. Like, uh, uh, I remember I saw about the, the head of a social capital mm-hmm. uh, founder and CEO, um, Indian guy. I'm not going to try to pronounce his name, because that would just be bad. But um, that uh, he bought 115k uh, worth of... Uh, GameStop stock and uh, cashed out for five hundred thousand. Uh, donated it all to uh, Barstool Sports. Uh, they've got this amazing uh, small business fund. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, Bar- the Barstool funds mm-hmm. donated all to that. I mean, so I mean, you know, nice. people are. I mean, you know, yeah. And I know I understand. There's people who are on the side of this that they think it's all wrong and awful. Absolutely not. I mean, a- again, I mean, it, it's it's amazing. It's it's a weird weird time for so many things and just add this to the list but um 
buckle up, y'all. <laughs> it's going to be 2020 has been wild. 2021 shaping up to be mighty fascinating. So, you know, anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy the ride and believe me, Mark, you know, I bought that knowing full well that that whole, that whole, you know, it's just one, it's just one share, dude. Like I said, it's just a little screw around money, but I, I did that knowing full well that I could just vanish tomorrow. <laughs> and, and, you know, I'm okay with that. Um, not that I want that to happen, but I'm okay with that. <clears throat> that's like PS. That, that's that's you know would be half my PS5 fund, right? <laughs> right, gone. But I I figure if I can just you know if I make enough to buy some other stocks that I want out of it, I'm happy. <laughs> right. But I think the story is great, so I'm just I'm just gonna run with it. But yeah, if you haven't dabbled on Reddit, be prepared for some rough language. Mm-hmm. Fair, fair fair warning. <laughs> fair warning, y'all. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Mark, I tell you, in honor of your birthday, man, let's go ahead and knock out a salute clock, bro. Uh, numero uno, I am enjoying a, uh, a mighty fine stone IPA. Well, I say enjoying. It's really more like enjoyed because she done. Mm. <laughs> Much like the Bills and the Packers uh, seasons. Over. Down the train. Uh, I am also enjoying, oh, man, I'm rolling through this thing. Holy crap. Uh, Jack and uh, Coke. That's not going to last long. I've already uh, crushed through half of that while we've been laughing about some stonks. <laughs> uh, I got I got to drink fast in honor of your birthday, bro. I appreciate that. Yeah, what you got, dude? Well, uh, I am I'm taking it easy tonight because I got I got a rough day at work tomorrow. But uh, uh, I'm enjoying a truly lemonade, and uh, I am gonna enjoy a nice uh, last of a, my wife got me this nice sampler bottle or sampler. A uh, box of a uh, crown, so I'm, I'm hey. take down the final one. It's the crown salted caramel, uh, which is honestly my, my least favorite, but uh, which is why this is the last one. But <laughs> taking it down uh, in honor of the brew. So there you go. Bye. You know, Mark, I also figured. Look, I haven't been to a football game this year. I haven't gone to a concert this year. So for my entertainment value, apparently became buying some GameStop stock. <laughs> right? Sure. That was my entertainment. That I flushed my money down the toilet for fun. For that <laughs> why not <laughs> why not why not what the hell it's just one share <laughs> you know i'm not i'm not gonna buy 10 shares of it but i'll do one just for fun randy what you got brother well uh for the first segment i had myself a, a three-notched belgian triple quality uh yes. you, you know me i love my belgian triples mm-hmm. and uh for uh, this one i have the victory winter cheers Hazy wheat ale. Man, look at you getting schmancy over there. That's how I roll, man. I know, I know. Nice, nice. That is no Bud Light, but uh, I'm glad. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> McGuffin, what you got, brother? <laughs> all right. Well, uh, also like Randy, the first segment I rolled uh, hardcore with the uh, Hardywood Rum Barrel Aged Frosty GBS. Hell yeah! Coming in at eleven and a half percent strong and now i'm uh coming down just a little bit with the hardywood christmas pancakes at 9.2 percent there you go so yeah enjoying some hardywood tonight and uh finishing off the old uh gbs box that i got with my membership and so so what's the what's the uh, flavor profile of that that frosty GBS versus the bourbon barrel or just regular. GBS. Whoa, what's a flavor profile, man? That that's that well, that's serious, man. Like if it's like overly sweet because it's rum, or if it's just if it, it's just it wasn't sweet, dude. It it, okay. it 
It, it it packed a punch. It's a it's a white imperial milk stout with spices with spices aged in rum barrels. It's what it is. Mm. So you kind of like take the GBS, but it, it's a white imperial milk stout instead. And you know, of course, they put they do all sorts of different things with all the beers at, at this point because there's so many different variants. But I'll tell you, this year. Frosty GBS, I really liked it. It's a, it's, it's not a stout. It's, it's a lighter color. Mm-hmm. But they, they put it in the rum barrels, man, and it was on point. Oh, brother, there it you was go. Very much on point. <clears throat> I, I may check and see if they got any more in the cellar. And if you they should. Do, I'll let you guys know. Man, look at that. And we can do an outdoor hangout, get some fires going, and make some chili. Make some chili order some pizzas take the chair down the parkway you know <laughs> you drunk fuck <laughs> <laughs> you're damn right arnold that's right hell yeah not quite a matt level with leroy jenkins but leroy jenkins no, that's, your, that's your level when you're going down the parkway in the chair that's true that that may be friday night on my birthday so today's d stats birthday too but. many damn birthdays man uh, so. Dude, january you know i was just thinking like so schmoyer yeah is on the 10th right mm-hmm. the 10th mm-hmm. got randy's anniversary mark's birthday and my birthday so at least we know four out of the five sports brew gets laid in January, right? <laughs> That's one way to look at it, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Not bad, eighty <laughs> percent. That's quality. That's terrible. I, you were, I apologize. You were just trying to do outdo uh Brady's Super Bowl percentage in his career. Good job. Hey, you know what? When you when you make the Super Bowl more often than Shaq makes a free throw, that's pretty damn Well, good. championship games more often than Shaq makes a free throw, but Super Bowl more often than Steph Curry percentage is better than Steph Curry hitting a three, which is just ridiculous. Bruh. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. That meme was floating around for fun, but, I mean, you think about what that – you're just like, what? I mean, it's just crazy. Not bad Hey, hey you know, and Shannon, look at the bright side. Uh, Matt's got – you know the old rosy palm so i mean you know all rosy palm yeah he's got he's got his own personal oh. tap takeover you know <laughs> I, I did appreciate last week um when tampa won that brady threw for 199 yards i thought that was a uh, very appropriate of course this week he threw through a lot more but yeah um I, I did appreciate that last week so you're telling me in january man Mm-hmm. That's right. Wait, are you, Shannon, are you going full salt and pepper? Oh. Salt and pepper. I said I said that like too much of a white dude. Salt and pepper. Can't do that. <laughs> I totally I was did. Gonna say scoop there it is, but you know, I, to- salt pepper, I know. I, I totally went like old man yells at, old, old white man yells at clouds. Salt and pepper. <laughs> can't, can't do that. That, that is a group salt and pepper. <laughs> I, don't know, I, I can see Philip Rivers being that way. It's like, 
Oh, you listen to that salt and pepper? Dadgummit? <laughs> Who dadgummit? <laughs> Look rage face. Look rage face. That's funny. Oh, my God. Crap. <laughs> Phil uh, Rivers would not be a fan of the podcast. And that's what Dallas No, no, Philip Rivers would not, not be. Not a fan of the podcast or Reddit. Reddit, he should really No, he would, he would totally oh, avoid Reddit. He would totally, it would totally avoid Reddit. Philip, stay away right. from it. <clears throat> now, look, we, we, we covered the Packers Bucks game. Like, we, I mean, that we beat, we beat the dead horse on that one. So, um, there's really not, we don't, none of us have anything left to say. I don't know if you want to, uh, you know, throw some hat in the ring for anything, uh, Mark, but, uh, we didn't spend a lot of time with the Chiefs and the Bills. Uh, granted, I mean, realistically, that that was a less compelling. I, I loved the matchup going into it, but you know, I, I kind of feel like, and I said this earlier that we all got pool sharked by the Chiefs, right? It was like, man, they, they haven't done all that great against the spread. We're like, uh, you know, they're playing with fire, whatever. Somebody's gonna creep up and get them, and all of a sudden, like their defense is like, nah, bitch. <laughs> I mean, you knew what their offense was capable of with Hill and Kelsey. Uh- but it just go ahead, Shannon. As I was say, the crazy part is before this game, this was the most points. The thirty-eight points is the most they scored since week seven. Was that against the Jets? And their biggest margin of victory since that the they Jets. had was since November first against the Jets. Yeah. So I mean, like everything had been within single digits, you know, minus the Raiders' loss, but. Mm-hmm. All yeah. these games have been close. Like, it wasn't blowout city. It wasn't crushing people. They were just doing enough to get by. And, right. and maybe that's by design, so what, they don't what, give what's away the, a lot of the plays. What's the, one, what's the one stat that matters? Other than D stat, what's the one stat that matters the most? W. W. Yeah. W. And I, and I a little that, check I, in the win column. That's yeah. all that matters. And I still I, – I feel like I look at that game, and I, I'm, I'm less – I'm less disheartened by the Bills and more feeling like you just got to give it up to the Chiefs. I yeah. mean, and and I mean, I guess you know, but you do also add on to all that that yes, there was some flukiness with obviously the horrible muff punt, but I mean, you know, there's all this and our feelings and and desire to see, you know, the Bills. I wanted it at least to make a competitive game out of it, and they score the first. It should have been ten, but first nine points, mm-hmm. and so we're like, "All right, let's let's hopefully we can keep this momentum going." Which is like last year in the playoffs, the Chiefs get behind. Yeah, and, and, and you want to hear an absolutely bananas statistic? Let's hear it. I do. Mahomes, when trailing by two scores in the playoffs, four and one. Who do you lose to? Brady. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That AFC Championship game. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. So let's say it's the third straight AFC Championship game he's played in. Yeah. So there's only the one. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you know, it. For, you, you think about that. To be trailing two scores and to be four and one, you're like, well. It's like Brady throwing three picks in like five games and being four and one in the playoffs. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it's insane. It, with Kansas City. It's the proverbial, like, no lead is safe, right? Because it's not. It, they don't blink? No. They just they don't care. Okay, what do we got to do? Let's roll. Right. And that, that, they have a, Amazing. you know, that, that's a, that's a confident team, right? 
because I, I don't remember what I'm trying. I'm a little bit fuzzy. It's been a while since I thought about that Texans game back in the day. I forget what the score was, right? Twenty-four to nothing. But they looked like they were gonna run them, up. run them out of the building. Yeah. And then it was just like, nope. You know, when you can do that, you don't sweat nine points. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You just don't. Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins on you 24 nil and you didn't sweat you didn't blink and you what was it 49 unanswered points they dropped on that like it was something absurd like they, they just i mean went that, seven straight possessions with a touchdown after they were down 24 to nothing that's video game crap oh yeah it, you it know was, it was ridiculous that's i mean they were down 10 in the fourth quarter to san fran in the super bowl and like they didn't blink and nope. they just hit the long pass to the hill and sorry randy to bring that up but i mean like still like san fran's defense was legit when healthy of course they are bro it just, it just becomes so so cruel that i mean at a certain point in the game i say at a certain point i mean basically i feel like after you know pretty much from after nine nothing on did you really watch any part of that game and think the Bills have a chance. No. If if, if what happened, I mean, like they they couldn't they couldn't slow down that offense. I mean, it, they they just Mm-mm. Mahomes could do whatever he wanted, mm-hmm. and, and and it's just not fair at a certain point because it's, it's just you shouldn't. I mean, you're 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 thinking it's just one of those rare teams where you're thinking if we can somehow magically hold them to a field goal, that's the win. That that's that's the best maybe chance he. There's a fluky penalty. Right, but I, I kept I kept on like looking for it. Like, please let's, <laughs> let let him get in, you know, past fifty, and then get a couple of holding penalties in a row or something like that. Yeah, like, something goofy. But I mean, like the the Chiefs, man, like it, it, they're getting touchdowns, bro. The Bills yeah. are getting field goals at some point. Yeah, it's just not going to work. The, the, so, pre- the, the pressure's so on the other side, so man. Buffalo decide instead of going for it on fourth down in the at the end of the first half and mm-hmm. kicking the field goal. I looked at Amber. I said, "Just give me the grocery list. I'm going to go do a grocery <laughs> shopping now." Because if they're kicking the field goal now, they they ain't winning this game. No. And well, by well, the time I done my shopping, I listened to it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, Kansas." They the the announcers were like, "Oh, Kansas City's put this game away." Blah 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 blah. I was like, "Yeah, I I, I figured that was going to happen." Because look, when you're in the red zone against Kansas City. You gotta get touchdowns. There, there are there are times you gotta take the points. Look, there are times you gotta take the points. There are times you gotta make the points. And against Kansas City, you need to make the points. Like some field goals where analytics are out the window. You're against Patrick Mahomes. You gotta get touchdowns. Right. And look, I mean, credit to Bass. I mean, that's I mean, what two two fifty yarders in a playoff game as a rookie and the championship. Yeah, I mean, that's that's phenomenal against most teams. That's that's a huge win. But yeah, I mean, most of us are all you know sitting back there thinking like, "Great kick, glad you made it." It's not enough. It's just not enough. Like you, you gotta, you gotta find a way to get touchdowns. And uh, they they shut Diggs down. Um, you know, turned turned him into a non-factor. And uh, you know, it's just uh, oh, I mean, dude, hold up, we we have to get. How about that Bills run game, huh? Hold hold on, we got to get some sports brew props to Beasley. Oh hell oh, yeah! That mofo played with a broken fibula. That's a tough ombre. Yeah, that mof dude. Respect, cause mm-hmm. that, bruh, bruh. 
salute to toughness, man. That 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 took some cojones right there. So salute say, Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley. Massive cojones. Yeah, you know, if only the Bills had been as chippy in the whole game as they were at the end of that thing, right? Yeah, imagine. <laughs> oh. You know, it, it, it's tough. I mean, there was a, you know, the Bills are on the ascent. I like them. I think they've done a lot of things right. But that very much feels like a team that's learning to win versus a team that knows how to win. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're just I on mean, different levels. Young and, and yeah. yeah, I mean, you just got to hope if you're a Buffalo, if you're a Bills fan, um, you know, if you survive your jumps off the truck to land on tables or whatever, what you hope is that when you get the next year, man, like they can just keep pushing and getting better and getting better and getting better. They, they uh, but need to establish a run game. They, they they need a damn run game for sure, dude. You, you got to establish a run game, and and maybe through free agency and maybe through the draft, you need to get someone opposite Diggs. Mm-hmm. Listen, that, that combination, Allen to Diggs, is beautiful. Phenomenal. But Beasley needs to be in the slot. You've got a couple of decent tight ends, but you need that. And, and maybe Gabriel starts to get better. Uh, I think I'm forgetting another receiver on that team. What, Brown? Brown, yes, Brown, John Brown. And maybe he develops a little bit more, but maybe you bring in someone else with a little bit more size than Brown has. Dude. Brown's got some speed, but... Just for giggles, man. Uh, late, late in that game when it was getting chippy, <laughs> it was late in the fourth quarter. Allen was taken down on. on uh, I mean, they were blowing the whistle, right? They didn't need to throw that man down. Okay, I think it was Alex Okafor that took him down. Yep. Um, but I, if you didn't read some of these tweets, are really hilarious. So uh, you know they're blowing the whistle. He, you know, Okafor throws him down, and uh, Josh Allen ends up kind of throwing the ball to dude's face, right? in the face mask and uh some of these things were just ridiculous one was like now josh allen decides to show off his accuracy <laughs> well there's the boop that's not the one i'm looking for i gotta find it holy toledo when he throws a football to dude's face man just or the face mask that toss at okafer's head was one of the most accurate balls josh allen josh allen's thrown all night just cold if only josh allen was this accurate when throwing to his own teammates I mean that's that's like savage, y'all. That that's r- boop. I think the boop was my favorite one, but we need a soundbite that goes like boop, or you have to be used to like dog memes, right? <laughs> the, or animal memes with the nose boop. I, I you know I, they were just outclassed, man. It's a better team. They this lost. Wasn't their time? No, yeah, no, no. They, they clearly and you know that that's why Diggs is out there watching the Chiefs celebrate you know celebrate and get their what is it the lamar hunt trophy yes the guy who owned it can't yeah it, Diggs is out there like so, you know soaking that in being like we're coming for y'all because they're gonna have to man they gotta build for it you gotta understand and, what it's like yeah what you want absolutely it's gonna take. dig digs wants it man digs yeah. wants it and you know and hell of a trade Great trade, uh, phenomenal trade, absolutely great fit. Bills, Bills have a lot of things that they're they do. They're going to be excited to come back for. Um, Honestly, that trade worked out for both teams because Minnesota ended up getting Jefferson. So yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, totally, totally. Uh, I I was going to say, I I did just a a silly uh, quick aside about the uh, the the other game. 
Um, I don't know if y'all saw, but I, I enjoyed, uh, I just saw it, I think earlier today, actually, but, uh, after the, uh, Tampa Bay win, mm-hmm. like Mike Evans had to be grabbed cause like he didn't realize that there was a, a trophy celebration, you know, after the, <laughs> <Tennessee Championship. laughs> it's pretty fantastic. come on, man. Come it was on. Cute. I mean, he was like, oh, wait, there, oh, there is. Man, what? <laughs> okay. That's funny. Um, That's funny, but uh, yeah, the the Bills have so many things to be a proud of for their season, and b reasons to know that they're going to come back strong again next year. Um, I mean, there's the reason this Chiefs team is doing what they've done the last several years, and and uh, you know, like I said earlier, I expect a great game in the Super Bowl. I do favor the Chiefs. Yeah, um, but uh, you know, I certainly don't expect the the Bucks to you know let them take it easy. No, I, but. It's just, it's just when, when you watch that game, you just, mm-hmm. I mean, and, and I, I certainly, you know, the Bucks defense, I would put is a good bit stronger than the Bills, but. And, um, and, and you know, the Bucks can run the ball. Yeah, absolutely. You need, you need a balanced attack and, 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 um, but it's, it's just still, it's just still so scary when you watch that Chiefs offense when it's playing this peak, peak capacity, because you're like, know. how do you defend them? They, they've got so much. Read put so much creativity in that offense. Um, you you got to be beware of any of those speedy ass receivers on a, on a you know end around in any moments. Um, they they certainly can run the ball, and uh, Kelsey when he wants to just looks like he can catch it you know anywhere on the field. Um, and, and you know it's it's just it's not just you know Mahomes and Hill. It's not just Mahomes and Kelsey. It's Mm-mm. pretty much every single threat on that offense can can show up and i mean it, as, as you all highlighted i mean it was phenomenal leadership what you saw with with you know mahomes and, and hardman who certainly has had a phenomenal season um and you know i i, I don't think anybody thought that you know suddenly he was going to drop off just because of that bad buff punt but you know that's crushing and you certainly saw him on the sideline and, and understandably i mean he was beating himself up he was pretty broken up about it. I saw other clips with where Kelsey did the same thing. When he proper, you know, intelligently mm-hmm. went up to him and, and they reassured him. No, no, nobody was like, man, how did you let that happen? No, nobody was, I mean, absolutely not. I mean, it was they, a fluke thing. I mean, that ball went flying out. I mean, that was a fluke thing. Yeah. 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 It, it that, that shit's going to happen. And that, that was awful, you know, in the moments and, and, and all that, of course. I mean, that's and a, but that's a huge, th- think about how little, I mean, Im- immediately <laughs> think about how little the bills actually accomplished. Outside, yeah, outside of, of that, that score, yeah. and then garbagey stuff late. Yeah, think and about that, how that, little that, that and a bunch of sweet uh, bass kicks. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean dominating performance. Phew. Yeah, that's tough. A random side note because look, Tyreek Hill was a one man fantasy team last time uh, the Bucks and the Chiefs played <laughs> Week Twelve. Tyreek Hill had thirteen receptions, two hundred sixty nine yards, and three touchdowns in that game. <laughs> All right. Whatever the Bucks did defensively in that first matchup, bro, it, it ain't Don't gonna do work. Do not do it. They can't do it. Okay, y'all. y'all I was got... gonna say Kelsey in his past game was a thirteen for one eighteen and two scores. I mean, oh, it was filthy. Oh, it was uh, ridiculous. Yeah, Kel- the, the Kelsey. Bills play, the Bills play the soft zone a lot of the times, and the, but also the thing what Kansas City does is their guys find the soft spot of the zone, and they just sit down in it. Or what they'll do is they'll see Mahomes is scrambling and they'll just 
find that little small opening or he'll throw them open in that, mm-hmm. in, yeah. that in that area and that just it, that kelsey was his safety blanket that entire game yeah and, i mean hill was nine for 172 so it's not like it was that much you know better i mean yeah. good lord so fun factoids kelsey and hill are the first teammates to each have 100 receiving yards together in multiple games in a postseason okay the most receiving yards over a two-game span. This is duos within a single postseason. All right. You obviously are going to be able to guess that Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey are one of them. Mm-hmm. 509. Wow. Okay. Do you want to try to wager a guess at the other two receiving duos? I have two in mind right now. Mm-hmm. In no particular order. Tory Holt, Isaac Bruce. Nope, that's a Harrison great Reggie guess. Wayne. Nope, great guess. Okay. Hmm. What 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 decade? One's the sixties. Okay, that's Packers. Nope. Shit. As as Berman would say, the Raiders. <laughs> oh shit! Wow. Yeah, n- nobody would guess this. B- uh, Blitnikoff and Warren Wells. Holy crap. Uh, 19... I, was, I could have guessed Blitnikoff, but yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah nobody else. would have gotten Warren Wells. 1960, again, this is the most receiving yards over a two-game span, duos within a single postseason. 1968, Fred Blitnikoff and Warren Wells for the Raiders, 546. Again, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, 509. Those two dudes, 546. This other one is is recent, you know, within the last decade. And I still don't think you get it. Huh. Well, Brady had 509 in the Super Bowl, so that would be God, that would have to be Gronk and someone who would be the receiver. Probably not even probably not even New England, is it? Do you want me to give you the team? No, give me the team. Patriots. Gronk and that Super Bowl that they lost to Philly, who was the receiver that caught all the passes? Right, I'm blanking on his name. <laughs> yeah, Shit. it's not coming to me. It's got to be Gronk and... It, it's not Gronk. Really? Not Gronk. It, I mean, I, I love your guess. I love where you're going. It's not Gronk. Damn. I'm going to give you half of it. And I bet you still don't get it. All right. Julian Edelman. Fuck me. Get the other half. <laughs> so if it's not Gronk, but not, it's Edelman. It's Edelman, not Gronk. Within the last 10 years. Chris something? Look at the big brain on D-Stat. Oh, you're talking what? about Chris, Chris Hogan? Chris Hogan. Yeah. 20, Hulk, Hulk, Chris Hulk Hogan. Oh 20, 2016. Chris Hogan and Julian Edel, Edelman, 530. Wow. Damn. Again, Kel, Kelsey and Hill, 509. Hogan and Edelman, 530. Bolitnikoff and can, Warren Wells, 546. Can you give DSAT uh, Sam Jackson check out the big brain? <laughs> you know what? You know, Mark, you you are you are in this, brother. Were you googling that while, while we no, were talking no, I, about? I, 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 I mean, there's 
I, I would have check a, out the big brain on bread. <laughs> that, that was a good pull, Mark. That's excellent on your part. Man, good job. Was, Mark was, is it this week? I got it last week. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, I, it had to be the Patriots because Brady threw for 500 yards in that game. I yeah. just. <laughs> was it even a Super Bowl or was it even a different game, Justin? It's just it's just a two game span in the playoffs. Okay. So <laughs> But I mean the reality is that Kelsey and Hill are filthy. And, and you know, look, uh I think the potential for a ridiculous point total and, and yardage production between these two teams is it's a very realistic outcome. Okay. One thing that has happened with Kansas City is that their, their defense has ramped up. And while Kansas City doesn't have a great defense, what they have done is play big in big moments. Right. And I, I don't whether that's a credit to Spags or just match whatever. Uh, and I'm pretty sure Spags will have them amped up for the Super Bowl, right? If they need extra motivation, I'm sure they'll have a good game plan in place. I mean, it's okay. Brady in a Super Bowl. I, know. I would imagine they'd be okay. The the yeah. other thing with this is. You know, while I don't love either defense, some of what Tampa Bay has done on defense, you got to give them a certain degree of respect, man. You know, with their secondary, with their linebackers, with the maturation of Winfield and White and Whitehead. I mean, they they just, they've got some playmakers, okay? And again, Todd Bowles has some familiar, familiarity with Andy Reid. They work together. Um, there's all kinds of interesting storylines and angles and all that kind of rigmarole with this, where I worry about the chiefs is without Fisher and the injuries on the offensive line. Can they handle Barrett and JPP? You know, do the bucks have to blitz? Can they get them a homes with, with four? Because I mean, good luck defending, you know, Patrick in, in the Super Bowl. good luck defending the chief. They don't have anything else to hide. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, you can, you can, you full bore, dude. And you know, both of these teams have shown guts and moxie in the playoffs. So if you think any, either one of these squads are going to go, you know, Le Fleur in the Super Bowl, you're probably wrong. No. You know what I'm saying? This, this is going to be balls to the wall. You, you this got this will be a fun game. You got yeah. quarterbacks that understand the significance of the moment. You have teams that have, you know, coaches if you want to go with the, the old no risk it, no biscuit thing with Arians or, you know, oh, Arians and, and Andy Reid. Are you yeah. kidding me? Are, fun, are you kidding? Yes. Game. I mean, I, I want to see Andy Reid, you know, with a Kool-Aid man gift running through a wall, bro. And, <laughs> and you know, we're going to get a punt pass and kick competition reference somewhere in that game. You know that. Is there a prop bet for the Andy Reid punt, <laughs> punt pass and kick reference in there? It's gotta be, um, well, I, one of the cool things, though, for uh, Tampa is you're going to get a bunch of veterans who have never been to the show that are finally getting that mm-hmm. first taste of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, so you and, know and, they're going to be hungry for that win. Oh, they should be. They should oh, yeah. be. I just, you know, there's so many good storylines. There's so many good matchups. I think the defense, uh, we're going to, the people are going to focus on Brady and Mahomes. So they're the faces, you know what I mean? It's it's the, the greatest of all time versus the greatest of right now. It's... You know, it's all kinds of stuff. There's going to be a lot of stuff about Brady and Mahomes. But to me, when you look at the teams, you know, you know, Tampa Bay can run. All right. Unlike Buffalo, Tampa Bay can run. And they can defend. I just, I just, I think both teams, we're going to overfocus on the offense and we're going to undersell the defenses. And I think there's going to be opportunity space for the defenses to make this game 
for both squads. That doesn't mean it won't be high scoring, because I think it will be high scoring. I don't know about the over-under stuff. We'll see how that shakes out. The best of Kansas City, they should win this game. They should. If you get the best of Kansas City, they win this game. I don't think they blow them out, but the best of Kansas City, they win this game. But if you if you are, are naive enough to think that a guy like Tom Brady, who's been through anything and everything, that to be the first person to play a, a Super Bowl in his home stadium, if you if you don't think they're going to have a little extra pepper, <laughs> salt and pepper, right, <laughs> in the tank for this game, you're the sucker. Now, can they execute it? We'll see, right? But they're going to have that defense ready. And the likelihood that Tyreek Hill torches him for 13, 269, and three touchdowns again, pretty low. Tyreek's going to have at least one moment. You know that. <laughs> you know that. Maybe right. two. He'll have some like rando 60 or 70-yard gain and something stupid because that's what Tyreek Hill does. He does something that embarrasses you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like every week. I mean, it, the guy's just ridiculous. Okay? But the Chiefs have flexibility. And Mahomes is phenomenal. The Bucks, well, would, to, to, the Bucks to me are about preparation, and the old it's like Survivor outwit, right? Like outplay, outwit, survive, whatever it was. You know, yeah. like that, that that feels like that is that, that's what it is for them. They've got to outwit, outplay, and and whatever out whatever their stuff. And and Brady's going to be part of that, you know. But they can run. They've got some opportunities on defense, and I, I just think. The offense is plenty of upside for the offenses, but I think somewhere along the line, it's the defenses that are going to define who wins this game uh, or wins a quarter or wins a possession and just it, it, and helps elevate the victory. And um, whether it's Winfield or, or, or whatever. And the Bucks, I think the Bucks have, have like, uh, I don't know if I saved the stat, but I want to say like th- they've scored some abnormally high amount of points off of turnovers in the playoffs. I think it might be like number two all time. It's something goofy, but either way they have turned turnovers in the points, you know, and they've done a good job with that. It's going to be a little tougher against Kansas city, but that's a, you know, bold, that's a well-coached defense. And I, I wouldn't don't bank on them getting embarrassed again, by Tyreek Hill a moment. Sure. No. But 13, two, six, nine, three touchdowns. Mm-mm. That's the I doubt it. Mark, what were you getting ready to say, bro? I was just going to say, from the betting angle, I think that uh, we can definitely expect that even if, and, and, and I'd say it, to me it's a, it's a high if um, in terms of, you know, still slightly favoring the under, that there will be some stretches where the defense can dominate is, 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 is tough to say, but, but um, you know, we'll see, we'll see some, short possessions we'll see it's it's just i don't see it being a track beat i don't see it being a every single possession score these defenses have to have have more pride than that and coaching staffs have time to to set up game plans and will will have the ability to to pivot you know i think but i like these coaching staffs um Mm -hmm. so i don't see it just being an absolute track meet but at the same time saying that from the betting angle even if you see stretches where it's, you know, field goals or, you know, stop possessions, um, these teams also, especially the Chiefs, but both teams have the ability to put up a lot of points in a short period of time. So, I mean, I, I think we'll 
I, I think it's it's going to be an interesting. It's it's a fascinating matchup. Uh, I think there's the potential hmm. for a lot of different things. That's uh, plenty that we can plan for. And obviously, there's going to be things that we're like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. Uh, unsung heroes, you know, all that fun stuff. It's it's a really really interesting matchup. Uh, I, I thought that really any of the potential matchups out of the, the uh, two championship games were going to be interesting. Um, I was I was hoping for the Bills Packers personally. Uh, I know but, I was on the, I was on the same train with you. Womp womp. But, yeah, womp womp. Um, <laughs> but I'm I'm excited for this one. I, I I am. It's it's it still should be an absolutely great game. I would be shocked to see either team blow the other one out. Uh, I would be super shocked to see a. Uh, you know, uh, I just don't see there's really much of any way of it being like a 10-7 game or anything like that. That's just not going to happen. That would that would be nuts. Uh, that would be nuts. You, a fun rando side note, speaking of the betting angles, the Bucks winning the Super Bowl is a huge worst-case scenario for a lot of sports books. <laughs> you know why? Because before the whole Tom Brady thing happened, the Bucks were like 50-1. to one. <laughs> So yeah, when, how much was that? So uh, when when the rumors started floating around in March, um, you know their their odds moved from about sixteen to one, and money was still pouring in on them, dude. So there, there's a lot of liabilities. If there if, if you ever think there's like some uh, money movement influencing the outcomes of games, I'll tell you a bunch of fifty to one. Woo. <laughs> yeah, uh, credit to my brother. He he didn't he didn't have that, but um, he he and, and he spread it out some. So, I mean, it, I, he had some money on on a few of the other teams that mm-hmm. uh, were around in championship weekend. But his, his biggest money he 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 had had has some big money on uh, on the Bucks winning it all. I uh, most of mine was on the just on the Bills. Uh, my only futures bet was on the Bills winning the championship game. So I was. Uh, uh, and I, st- I wanted, I wanted that from more, even more so, just personally. I wanted that. Uh, but uh, anyway, like we said earlier, I, the Bills, Bills will be back strong. Should be uh, next year. I was gonna say, and I, I don't, y'all don't need to revisit the entire first segment. I'm not gonna make y'all do that. But mm-hmm. I, I, since I wasn't around for it, the one big question I would have to ask mm-hmm. is uh, the, the settling for the field goal. I'm gonna choose to assume that everybody was anti. Hated it. It, yeah. That's why we played this soundbite. Hated it. Hated it. Gutless. And also, how? <laughs> yes. Yeah, the other thing we played. How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? Trash. It was, tra- it was tragic I, I just, and it was trash. I just can't get through the logic, and I'll, I'll admit no. I, I didn't. I, I haven't paid any attention. I, I should have, uh, in terms of what what in the world uh, they would try to say to justify it uh, after the game. But um, there's, there, I just did the logic Analytics. is just so incredibly not there. It doesn't even matter who you're playing. I just, I just Terrible. don't understand how you how you argue that that was in any way, shape, or form the right decision. Too, too much analytics, not enough guts. You know, and and that's what uh, we ended up kind of talking about how we, uh, you know, appreciated Andy Reid and uh, what they've done in the moment, you know, and, and just what Arians and Brady did. I mean, because we talked about like the end of the first half. Do you think analytics call for the first half to go that way for the Bucks? <laughs> no, probably not. Do you think the analytics said, "Hey, hey, Chiefs, we know it's like third and fourteen or third and fifteen. What do you think? Have 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 Henny run this thing and then go for it on fourth down? You right. know what I mean?" 
So it's just, no, terrible decision. It was the worst outcome of a terrible decision, and it's made worse by a frustrating penalty, which they had a long time figuring out if they were even going to throw the flag. It's a shit outcome for a shit decision, but they earned the L. There's there's just too many other points in that game that they just didn't do enough. The three and outs after the picks, um, the gutless a decision to kick the field goal. Rodgers not running on third down. Poor communication between Lafleur and Rodgers as far as the third and fourth down thing. I mean, it's just a it's a whole bunch of BSE and and a butt hurt alert and all kinds of rigmarole. That's their fail. There's a, there's a yeah. whole bunch of stuff you can woulda coulda shoulda all kinds of crap. Not enough. You know yeah, the, the Bucks not. the Bucks gave them three picks. That was that was a gift. Yeah, and they, exactly. And they, and they you, squandered. You got to be able to take 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 better advantage of those. Squandered. I I I I'll squandered. I'll freely you know beyond the fact that I was on I was rooting for the Packers. Yes, I I didn't love. Uh, I shouldn't say didn't love. I did not remotely like um, the the final penalty call. Uh, but I that I I also you know would 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 bash anybody who who you know claims that that was why they lost. They uh, gave control of the game to the refs. You know what yeah. I mean. And and while it while it and Shannon said use the expression we got robbed of kind of an end of the moment end of the game thing where Rodgers could have tried to lead them to a victory, and while I agree with that and I hate the call given the way the game was I hate that pi call holding that that would have been a better call but and particularly because they missed some you know bear you know uh, neck bear hugs from some of the Bucks linemen on that on that very play, but yeah. they ceded control of the game to the refs. They gave up control of the game. They had control of the moment if they had gone for it on fourth. Because then if they didn't get it, they have the Bucks backed up, you know, right near the goal line. Maybe they get a safety. Maybe they hold them. Maybe they force a pump, whatever. I mean, it just, it was a shit decision. It's a shit outcome and a shit decision. And, you know, the loss is at poor coaching, poor execution, and a lot of woulda, coulda, shouldas. And that's on them. It is. Uh, so yeah, It sucks, it just... but, it, but it's on them. Uh, absolutely. Couldn't couldn't agree more on, on all those points. Um you know, uh, if if you're going to be a rational sports fan and recognize and and be be mad uh, again, I say I Look, say correctly so about about that that's uh, you know penalty call. Uh, you got you 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 have to take take everything else into account too, and and say what, what were they thinking? What were they doing there? Uh, there's just too many mistakes. You don't you don't get that. You don't get gifted all those all those interceptions from Brady. Uh, not take advantage of them. Not not score off of those. Mm. And still get to say, you know what? We 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 deserve that, you know, call. We 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 deserve that chance to to win the game, uh, based on that one. No, you had more than enough other chances. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's too bad, and you know, it's it's a frustrating end. And I I hate the call. I hate the call, yeah. both as a fan, but certainly the way the game flow was. But there was so much shirt stretch, it just it you know it kind of forced the hand of it. But that was a pretty that was a lot of lag time between the play of what appeared to be an uncatchable ball anyway, and, and that I mean it just it sucks. Uh, it doesn't feel like it fits the vibe of the rest of the game. But you know, you did it, bro. <laughs> right. it's, it's too much, man. It's too so, much. You you put too much control. You you gave control to the refs. You know, uh, you should have left it in the hands of Rodgers. I would have much rather have seen them gone for it on fourth down with Rodgers, even if they fail. Go for it. And if the Bucks convert a couple first downs coming out of the end zone, I mean, pfft, then, right. you know, good, yeah. good, good on them for getting it done. Just... But I just, 
I hate it. I hated it in the moment. I hate it after the fact. I just hate it. Yeah. And uh, that's a big learning lesson for Lafleur, man. Right. Well, um, that 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 being said, and uh, maybe this I don't know if it. it's got discussed or not, but in the way too early machine and doesn't really matter yet, but just for shits and giggles, uh, is, is Rogers coaching? Or, man, coaching is Rogers quarterback in the Packers in twenty twenty one? Yes. Okay. The most entertaining thing we thought was, well, I thought w- would be if Rodgers ended up in San Francisco. I thought it'd be pretty funny. Um, but no, he should be better. I mean, I think if he ends up in Indianapolis, I think that's better. But, yeah. you know. Thanks, fuckface. Um, uh, yes. <laughs> I think I think Stafford ends up in Indianapolis. But Good luck well, with I that, mean, Shannon. We, we can send you a conditional draft pick. You know. <laughs> Look, uh, Stafford is just Kirk Cousins with better numbers, man. That, that's a true story. <laughs> Don't want him. Neither one's won a playoff game, so. No. No. But it wouldn't be a horrible stopgap. No, I, I mean. You, you get it, like one or two years out of them. Yeah. have a guy that you can raise and bring up and get him ready to take over as the face of the franchise. Yeah. He's not a bad guy to have. St- Stafford, I mean, but, Stafford's second act might be good. You never know. Maybe it's just the stench of Detroit. And we talked about this in, in the the first segment. Maybe it's the stench of Detroit. Wash, you know, wash, get, wash that off of him and maybe something else happens. But well, uh, I, I just think the, the coaching comp- he'd be going to if he did land in either San Francisco well, or I mean, Frank Reich is a pretty good yeah. QB whisperer. Well, so. th- those would be your two spots that you go, all right, legitimate because of the scheme and what those – you know, teams can do. Plus, they have a good defense, and they got a run game. Conspiracy yeah. theory: we get we get Stafford on a good team. Calvin Johnson comes out of retirement. Mm, how old is Calvin Johnson now? Thirty-five. Not sure. We'd have to. Look. Yeah. Isn't he not, like getting ready to go to the in the hall though? Yeah, he he's up with Peyton Manning this year for Hall of Fame consideration. It wasn't there. A, what did Peyton Manning think? To, like somebody said, it was like 13 seconds of dialogue, and it was 13 seconds too yeah, long. Yeah, uh, Mike, uh, <laughs> it's either Chapel or Chappelle, and he his thing to the Hall of Fame committee was, uh, "It's Peyton Manning, and I'm done." <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, what else do say? Needs to be said. First ballot. I mean, that's done. It locked. Done. I mean, it's locked. Uh, I would imagine Charles Woodson's probably locked. Uh, what did Charles Woods together say? since the Heisman? Ceremony they should go in together. In the late nineties. They should go in together. Uh, they should go in together. Calvin Johnson. I mean, short career, but I mean, he set the all-time receiving yards in a season when he played. He if, if you don't, if, if you don't want to put him in on the first ballot, that's okay. But Calvin Johnson, he should be in. He's definitely a Hall of oh, Famer. Yeah. I'm a, I'm okay if he's not first ballot, but I'm just, he should look, be in. If we're if we're on this Hall of Fame rant at this point, WTF? Are you, are you going baseball? MLB for nobody, like zero. No one, serious, zero point zero. Seriously, look, I'll say this. I'll say this because I think he's an asshole. I think he's a dick. But you can't possibly tell me for his accomplishments on the baseball field that Kurt Schilling's not a Hall of Famer. On the baseball field, he's a Hall of Famer. He, he's an asshole, and you know he. I, Same I don't, for Clemens and Bonds. They're both assholes, but you put yeah under there under suspicion, but the best of their generation. Here's the thing with Bonds, right? From a swollen, you know, big ass swollen dome. Before the steroids enter into the equation, he starts cranking out home runs. Mm-hmm. He was an incredible baseball player. He looked yeah. like he was a Hall of Famer anyway, yeah. right? 
So and Clemens, Clemens, you know, he had a, he had a dip in his career for sure, but but early and, on, I know. Ultimately, I think at some point they get in, but Schilling, Schilling, it, it, uh, you got to take the politics out. I know he rubs a lot of people the wrong way, I and you know, uh, yeah, and uh, you know, I, maybe he, he. Who was the guy that with, with the cheeseburger fight with you? Was that not Mike Schmidt? Who was that? Dykstra. <laughs> Dykstra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cheeseburger. Che- that, <laughs> that, <laughs> like that, that motherfucker. Yeah, that that mofo. Uh, you know, he'll, he'll never be in the hall. No, 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 nah. no. But I mean, like, at some point, you got to take the, you got to take some of the shenanigans out, right? Because. Is it about is it about what they did as a player or their you know post career life if they're a you know a, a, a douchebag or an asshole or you don't agree with their politics? Well, I mean, I, I you, think you, the you problem know. was is that he he praised the people at the insurrection. I, I dude, I, it's all and, ugly. And you can't you can't do that. No, like, he he's got he's got a lot of ugliness. But it, is is it is the is it about what he did as a baseball player? Then he it, should be in the it's hall. It's tough because it's at some point he needs to. As, well, as Sam Jackson would say, he needs to learn to shut the fuck up. He does, up. and I'm not saying that stuff but, shouldn't. Well, I, I, it I, does I, I, matter. And, and the other part of that is, is the morality clause, but you have some of these baseball writers who bring, who think of themselves as holier than thou, and some of these mofos need to be taken off. Like, there were Probably. 14 ballots with zero players on there. That's ridiculous. Like, I, I would take those 14 guys and just slice those Look, dudes off. And, and, I'd honestly take probably 200 writers off. All right, so let me let me ask you this least, then, because it's over. Let me ask you this, this then. Too, too many too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. Yes. Uh, of of the players that were eligible, and I'm gonna grab a beer while you do this. But I, what I want what I want you to answer, you and Mark, what I want you to answer, Randy, if you got if you want to chime in, and do it. Of the players that were eligible, who would you have put in? Okay, and I've already told you like. You know, Schilling's a piece of work, but whether you agree with him or not, he should be in. You don't want to like the dude, don't like him. He's done some dumb shit, and he's very vocal, and I don't necessarily, I don't agree with a whole bunch of his crap, but was he storming the Capitol and stealing Pelosi's laptop? Did he do that? You know, I, I mean... They praised the motherfuckers today. No, I know. And look, you know, and there's plenty of people that are like, "Yeah, that's great." It's not my. It's not my. It's not my deal. Not my bag. And I, I think what you do off field matters, and it might slow your induction in. You know, I, I get that. But are we talking about the baseball Hall of Fame or the "You're a cool dude" or "You're my buddy" or "I like all the stuff you do" Hall of Fame? I mean, it's the baseball I, Hall I of hear Fame. You. you know what I'm saying? I hear you. And you're playing a game. What you do off the field matters. It does. Your personality matters. It does. Those things help you, and they can hurt you. That stuff is real. It is true. So, of the players that were eligible, who got ho- who should have been in? Who got hosed? And it's it, we're talking about a lot of steroid era players. So they're going to hold that against Bonds and McGuire and Sosa, and I mean they're just going to hold it against those dudes and Pettit and uh, who am I forgetting? We were just talking about. A bunch. Oh, uh, uh, Clemens. They're, they're going to hold it against a ton of people, man. Yeah. There might just be this black hole of the hall, of Baseball Hall of Fame until, you know, another five, ten years down the road. A-Rod. I'm forgetting somebody. But, you know, there's no... A, a no, lot of these dudes. There, yeah, there's no shortage of players that juiced up, bro. But I still, I still make the argument that baseball looked the other way. They did. I think baseball was plenty happy to, uh, you know... 
get the, the, Sosa. The problem and, is, is that Bud Selig's in the Hall of Fame, and these guys that did all the work mm-hmm. under his tutelage mm-hmm. are not. Yeah, so true. And then yep. that's the problem, right? There. I mean, that's fucked up, isn't it? And, and that, it? Yeah. that's like, like he. Does Selig yeah, have an he, asterisk? He, he did all, you know, Bud Selig. You know, Does he, he got all this. Yeah, except the steroid era was under your tutelage. Mm-hmm. And yet, Clemens and Fines, McGuire, Sosa, the guys who did all the work that made you look good are not in the Hall of Fame. And they're the ones that have vilified. But you're put on this little pedestal. All right. So I'm going to go. I'm going to. All the way off. F-O-H. I'm going to go grab a beer. And we got to wrap up, but tell me who you think should have been in. All right, D stat. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, 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 you know, I have a lot of reasons to to, to not like uh, uh, Clemens and Bonds and Chilling, but uh, yeah, I, 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 for me, it's 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 those top three absolutely should have gotten in. Um, and I actually, from for me, I, 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 I like Helton. I, I think Helton. Is somebody that I I would want to see put into, um, and I, I think he'll get God, there. He was always such a beast in fantasy, man. Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh three hundred so, plus average and homers and RBIs. He was always a beast. So reliable. Um, so that would be my four that I would have put in. But I, I mean, I, I don't know. It's 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 hard to to, to argue against the top three. Uh, I say hard to argue. I mean, it, it, they, there's a lot of reasons to dislike all three of them but i mean as i've always said about you know when we talk about somebody like bonds it sucks it sucks so much that that's he tainted his legacy um tainted his 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 numbers tainted tainted the record um with with steroids but steroids doesn't make you magically able to hit a baseball like that it just yeah. doesn't and, and and yeah it's 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 crazy to look back at when he was starting out with the pirates and how tiny he was, and how you know speedy he was. Barry Bonds, you must be talking about him. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's, it's a, you can come in and just context clues give it away pretty quickly. It's <laughs> it's ridiculous what he, he his his physical transformation. Um, so it wasn't hard to see, uh, but um, you know, again, it just it does not magically. I I can't you know decide that you know I'm going to take a few months and uh, get juiced up on on roids and then go out and I'm going to just bash you know 50 home runs. It doesn't work that way. You still uh, gotta have that eyeball contact and be able exactly. to exactly. He, he just because you ama- juice it up doesn't mean it's gonna add to results. Yeah, Shannon. he had an amazing ability, and so um, yeah, and you I just, said I, I think e- e- balls. <laughs> either 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 we we needed to make clear that nobody who had any involvement in steroids was ever gonna touch the Hall of Fame, which. Justin's absolutely right about Bud Selig, uh, or, or I guess both of y'all talked about that. I mean, if Selig's in there, um, then you know that we we've got to say, all right, well, um, we, with that 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 can't be the barometer for keeping somebody out. I mean, uh, Randy, what say you, bro? Yeah. I mean, looking at the list here, the especially when we were, you know, all of us were growing up watching baseball. It's hard to deny Schilling, Bonds, and Clemens. And if you want to take the power numbers out of Bonds, you're talking about someone who had almost 3,000 hits in his career, mm-hmm. 
almost 2,000 RBIs, walked over 2,500 times, and had a career batting average of 298. Oh. That that alone, just take out the take out the home runs. Those stats alone, usually, you know, like queue up the hall. Yeah, yeah. Um, but look at some of these other guys. Uh, I feel like some po- at some point Wagner's getting in because he's definitely one of the more dominant closers of our generation. Yeah, he's gonna get in. And the other guy that I'm surprised. Well, I can't say surprise because sometimes it takes years and years and years and years for somebody. But Gary Sheffield, he had a hell of a career too. Yeah, but he's also linked to the PEDs as well, and he didn't have the Bonds numbers or the other numbers of some. Of he still McGuire had a, he Sosa. still had a career average of two ninety two. He still hit over five hundred home runs. He still had almost twenty seven hundred hits in his career. That's that's still solid, regardless. I, I don't disagree with you. You know, and who knows how many of these pitchers were juicing in that era? But I, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a number, and that's a, Gary Sheffield's a great name, by the way. Mm-hmm. But let me give you the names that need that needed to go in, and you guys have mentioned them already: Clemens, Bonds, um, Brady Schilling. Anderson. <laughs> let me give you another one. <laughs> That no one will ever do it, but he should be in the Hall of Fame. MF Pete Rose. They're going to put him in when he's dead. They're just not going to give him. I mean, I can see them doing it posthumously. That's what's going to happen. It's good. Can we look, man? Look, I I don't disagree with you at all. He's a. It was when he was a manager, not when he played. I know. And and the, the the whole you know, and I listened to a show today and. The guy made a really good point. Mm-hmm. How many of these writers, if they were in a stone house, throwing these stones would break some, or in a glass house would break some stones? I'd say if you're so, if, you, if you're throwing glass in a stone house, you probably are stoned, right? I, well, I'm drunk. At, <laughs> I'm, I'm drunk at this point, and if you want to hit the Arnold, uh, a new Arnold soundbite we have, fuck. that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> you're drunk bitch yes. you're drunk fuck you could I speak to the drug dealer of the house please uh, that would be Whitfield but he's asleep so. you, you know uh, Shannon I know exactly what you want to say to those sports writers fuck them <laughs> that or shut the fuck up also accurate that too you know like the, these dudes like I would say the majority of in Clemens and Bynes, I think, ended up getting 60-some-odd percent this time, which is the most they've ever gotten. I, I think Schilling was... He was 71%. What's like it take, 75? Is it 75? Away? Like, something ridiculous. Like, if the 14 dipshits who didn't even vote had voted him in, then he's in. And, look, that the, the postseason with the Red Sox alone should get him in. Where he had the bloody sock and the the the, the tendon. Yeah, I, I mean, again, I I, I think the dude's a, a you know a dick, but even oh, if, he's a cunt. But you know, he's on the baseball field itself. I mean, that the that 2001 Arizona team with him and Randy Johnson was filthy. 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 He went to the Red Sox. He was filthy. 
I mean, those were some of the most compelling World Series and playoff games that can, I've seen in my life. Can you life. tell the story of Major League Baseball without, particularly Kurt that Schilling. era, without Kurt Schilling? Yeah, like, like no. I get it. Like, you don't like the guy, but damn, dude. Like, vote. Like, when Lawrence Taylor was inducted to the Hall of Fame, he's probably going to take out that day. No, the off-the-field stuff. Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, look, this is this is a terrible reference, so forgive me. Uh, last time I checked, O.J. Simpson still has a bust in the Hall of Fame for the NFL, right? He does. I mean, yep. he's he's a murderer, allegedly, right? No, he did this shit. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm saying allegedly to be facetious. I, I'm just saying, look, man, like, I get it. I know people have agendas, and I think it's one thing to hold people out for a while, but you also kind of know, I mean, and Pete Rose is a Hall of Famer. He is. And he is. and I've gotten into arguments with people about Pete Rose and he, he made his own bed. You know, he lied about I mean, he kinda dug his own Hall of Fame grave. You know. But is he a Hall of Famer? The answer is yes. Is Barry ba- Barry Bond Barry Bond is Barry Bonds a Hall of Famer? The answer to me is yes. Is yes. you know what I'm saying? He just is. Um it's just Clemens. a matter it's just a matter of when. It's just a matter of when. And how and, and, how long they want to punish the guys. I don't care if you throw an asterisk on. I don't care if you, you know, have a have a nicotine patch slapped on the shoulder or they have a hypodermic needle in their hand. I, I don't care. Strap a needle to the bust. I don't give a shit, right? You know, people, if, if you know the sport, you're going to know that he, you know, unless they unless they give him a bust. With, uh, do they give him two busts? Do they give pre-steroid bust and post-steroid bust, like with the swollen dome? Do you <laughs> have to do saying, two? Man, do you like, go, this This is pre-steroid era Barry Bonds, and this is post-steroid era Barry Bonds with his, his double-sized head, right? If Buttsy looks in the Hall of Fame, then those guys need to be there. They're going to get there eventually. They're going to get there eventually. Hey, man, look, I, I know we got to wrap up and get out of here. We hit three, so we, we need to start shutting this bad boy down. Um, I'd, I'd love for y'all to call your shots real quick. Mark, I know you said, yeah, you're taking the chiefs, right? Yes, sir. Okay. You're taking the chiefs. Um, Randy, what you got? Well, we all know I have uh, no love lost for the chiefs. So, so I'm basically, I'm pulling for the bucks. I feel like defensively, uh, that they have a really good chance of, uh, keeping things close and it's just going to boil down to. TB12 doing his thing. So I'm going Bucks. All right. Shannon, what you got? My early lean is Bucks uh, simply because Kansas City's right and left tackles are out. Mm-hmm. And JPP and Shaq Barrett dominated Green Bay. And, you know, Tampa has the number one run defense. So I love Patrick Mahomes. But if he doesn't have time to get the ball out, I mean, if Shaq if Shaq Barrett and JVP play the way we know they can play, and it, it, uh, Sue plays the way he can, I mean that that Bucks defense and Mark pointed to the under in mm-hmm. this game, and look, Teramat Matthew in the back in the back for that Kansas City defense. Try that again. Uh, I. I'm too drunk at this. Just time. say honey badger. <laughs> honey badger. Just Not say the honey badger. Tired but, Matthew, but yes. It, it, yes, if honey badger in the back of that Kansas City defense, man. Um, I do like the under. Uh, and 
Good Lord, dude. We haven't even done the three RIPs in this podcast yet. We, that's just, all. We're, we're going to turn and burn through them. And, and we're going to have to do that. Um, my early lean is Tampa. Uh-huh. Um, let's get through next week, and uh, maybe I'll change my mind. But I, I think that Tampa defense is going to rise to the occasion at this point. Okay. We'll, we'll see what I think next week. But my early lean is Tampa. All right. Uh, so my initial reaction, I can tell you what I want and what I think, right? And honestly, I, I kind of want Tampa Bay to win. I, I can't really tell you why other than, you know, I'm I'm 43, Brady's 43. And I'm like, come on, Gramps, knock this thing out, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's great. Uh, look, sweet 16 D-stat. You don't know. You, you're not in, in, in old man land yet, right? I, I think if you get the best of the Chiefs, the Chiefs should win. I'm very much worried about the loss of Fisher and the state of their offensive line against that Tampa Bay defensive front. It worries me a lot. And Tampa Bay has been great at converting turnovers into points. Um, you can look up metrics and numbers about that. You know, maybe they they're maybe they're not able to hold the form in the playoffs. You know, it's not like Kansas City's like you know throwing up a whole bunch of cherry pick turnovers for people. Okay, they're not. But I think back to when um, you know, I'm just chuckling because, you know, do you remember it like in the preseason? Or, or before the season started, when Brady went to stay at a house, he went to the wrong house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, look, he finally made it home. And his home is the fucking Super Bowl. So, we, yep. you know what I'm saying? He's home in the Super Bowl. He's at his home stadium. And if anybody can help get that defense prepared for what Kansas City is, it's not just it's Todd Brady. Bowles. It's freaking Tom Brady. Okay? So, they're going to be prepared. Now, can they execute? That's a different issue, but they're going to be prepared. They're going to have a game plan for Kelsey. They're going to have a game plan for Mahomes. They're going to have a game plan for Hill. Okay? I really believe both offenses can put up production. And whether it's turnovers or hits on the quarterback, whatever cliche you want to have, if Tampa Bay's defense steps up, they absolutely both teams can win this game. The best of Kansas City should win this eight or nine times out of ten. But this is not an eight or, you know, this is not a series. This is a one-game deal. Injuries, turnovers, fluke shit, all kind of stuff happens. And I just, my head tells me take Kansas City. Uh, the old proverbial, my heart tells, it, you know, I kind of I want the, I kind of want the Tom Brady thing just for one last little, like, gotcha on my homes, right? Just for, just for good measure. Just, I think it's a, I, me personally, I think it's a better story. Um, I love Mahomes. I, yeah, Andy Reid's great, dude. I wish the Redskins had hired or the Whiffs had hired him when he got out of uh, Philadelphia. But whatever, neither here nor there. I'm happy to see Big Red have success. I'm happy for the Chiefs. I'm happy for Mahomes. I like, you know, I don't have a dog in the fight. I don't have anything against those guys, man. I love watching that dude play. But there's, I, I just, I don't, I don't know. There's something about the whole storyline with all the bullshit and all the, the the hate and all that crap. I just think the the old dude banging a ring, whether he walks off or not, man, uh, I just think that's kind of fun, dude. You're, you're looking at just iconic stuff, legendary stuff, and I just think that's a fun story. Uh, although I, I don't – I'd be hard-pressed to think Brady's going to put together a brilliant game. He might have a brilliant half or a brilliant quarter. I don't know that he can do it for a whole game, and that's where that defense run game are going to be really critical. But I just – I don't know. I think the the Bucks present a, a really good mix um, of being able to do power, being able to do speed, and if AB is healthy, look, man, they got tight ends, they got wide receivers, they got all kinds of crap. Their offensive line's been very good. Dad gum, their offensive line's been very good. You get Vitavia back. You know, Tampa Bay's going to be a handful for Kansas City. 
Tyreek Hill's a beast. Kelsey's a beast. I don't have a lot of faith in Kansas City's run game. I, I just don't. Hardeman has moments. Sammy Watkins has moments. You know, and Mahomes is brilliant. But I, I just, I don't know. Head says Kansas City. I guess my heart says uh, I'm pulling for Brady, and uh, you know it's not a series. It's not eight. It's not. A, it's not a seven game series. It's a one game deal, man. And I like Tampa Bay's chances. So initial uh, initial kind of pull is is just that. And maybe I feel differently next week when we revisit this. When Lindy gets a chance to respond to Whitfield's uh, fat headed stupidity, he must have been sneaking bottles and lames, bro. I don't know what else to tell you. and uh mark this one's for you a total of 57 by the way would be the second high highest closing super bowl total ever wow because 56 and a half is where it's at or where it was yeah so i don't know man that's pretty gutsy uh you get two teams that have played each other this year you have a little bit of revenge motivation you have uh i think uh, only the giants got Tom Brady in the regular season in the postseason well in the Super Bowl, I think. It's only the Giants. So can the Chiefs do it? Yeah. But the revenge stuff matters. They and the they they should have learned some lessons from Ty- Tyreek Hill torching them. So I won't put us put it past Kansas City, but um I don't know. Kansas City better be all over Tom Brady, man. That escape, what is it, escapability? You're not going to hear a whole bunch about escapability with Brady. <laughs> so, no, not anymore. Not anymore. You know, not anymore. But uh, you, you can't give him time and um, no risk it, no biscuit, whatever. I just, I, I think they're going to they're gonna roll ready, bro. They're going to roll ready. And it, it, I said the other week, man, if there's anybody that would play a, a Super Bowl in their home stadium, it was effing Tom Brady. <laughs> And if there's anybody that would do it, it's him. So I'm okay either way, though. If the Chiefs win, I'm good with it. If the Bucks win, I'm good with it. I, I don't have any problem or any dog, you know, any. any. I, I don't dislike either team in that manner. But I think it's a great story. It, it, that's the best thing about it is, honestly, I think at the end of the day, we're going to get a I, – I expect this to be a really good game. Commercial's yeah. probably going to suck ass. But I think the setup is great. What both the offenses could do is great. And then what the defenses do, I think, really separates this out. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I think this is a great match. I think it's a great matchup, great storylines. I'm stoked. I'm stoked. And uh, Mark, <laughs> I know you said you would take the under. And as we move into wrap-up, I want you, I want to let you know uh, that speaking of the under, uh, <laughs> China has deployed anal swabs for COVID-19 testing. <laughs> Yeah, more more efficient says more, it's, more, effect, more effective it's more accurate it says it's says it's more accurate <laughs> <laughs> bro i tell you what man i don't know i don't know that i am feeling that or want to be feeling that <laughs> <laughs> sounds shitty <laughs> <laughs> i don't I, here, it, here take your covid test right here right now Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, rest in peace to Hank Aaron. Larry How are you going to follow up anal anal COVID test with Hank Aaron? You can You need a better. I'm, you need a better segue than that, dude. 
<laughs> Look, well, I'm, I'm trying to steer us clear of the anal COVID test. So. I was going to follow up the, 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 the butt Rona test with the butt pajamas. The butt right. flapped onesies or the assless pajamas. That's where I was gonna. That's where I was gonna go. Oh, Sound, sounds kinky. Which they, I mean, they'd be perfect for you know your anal swabs in China. That's what you need. The <laughs> the butt flap right. PJs. Is that what they're calling it nowadays? Anal swabbing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh man. Oh god. I, I don't know. I, I tell you what, after Whitfield dropped uh, that blast on Lindy, he might need some butt flat pajamas for the reaming he'll probably take. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Okay. That that that's gonna be brutal. And now and now we it's now Shannon, we can uh, go ahead. I was gonna say unless Lindy's feeling generous, and uh, that that's that one's. It's Matt. When is that ever gonna anybody gonna really feel generous? I'm just respect? saying, if Lindy wants to save that for the podcast, I'm all for it. I'm pr- I'm pretty sure should. by the time all is said and done, Whitfield is gonna wish he could turn back some time, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I damn well sure know that the fucking Packers feel that way. Yeah, I mean, Matt, you really should have let that one go, bro. You really should let really? that one go. Yeah. I don't think we've played any sound by just songs virtually this entire Not episode. Really. You know, and it's amazing. Yeah, quite frankly, once Lindy just lights this dude up next week, uh, he's just gonna have to be able to shake it off, you know. Holy crap. <laughs> Shannon. I was actually gonna you know, say he probably won't be able to shake it off, but with that correction, so well, Y'all silly. I got to tell you, man, like between Randy's anniversary and Mark's birthday, they were both going bang, bang, get her in the room. <laughs> saying, let's go, ladies. Let's go. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm just glad that we're getting all this betting advice from DSTAT so that, you know, just like the Wall Street bets on Reddit. So I can, you know, I need cash now. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Come on, man. <laughs> it's your money wasted on Wall Street with Reddit. <laughs> From what was that thing Lenny said? My, my name is Potato. What was it? <laughs> Just explain to your investors that you were outmaneuvered by Potato in my ass. There you go. <laughs> Call JG Asworth. Eight seven seven. Eat ass now. Potato in his ass right now. Wait, the... I guess Odell Beckham approves that. But... <laughs> uh, I, on, I, I bet if we sent, uh, I bet if we sent OBJ some of those Christmas turd danglers that I got as a gag gift, he'd be, he'd be totally excited. <laughs> We saved all the laughter and the stupidity for the end. That's okay. What are you going to do? And also, don't be the guy that takes a shit in the porta potties. All right? I, I, I went in there. I about threw up. All right? Have a little bit more uh, social awareness. 
That's to take a piss. Don't take a shit in the porta potties. All right. Somebody. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> All right. Thanks, coach. Thanks, coach. Oh man. A- anyway, looking forward to the Super Bowl. I could give two craps about whatever this Pro Bowl is going to be. Who gives a fuck? But uh, nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pro Here, Bowl. Hold on, hold on. Peter Griffin's on line one, Justin. I, I, I got to get to the right soundboard. Oh my God! Who the hell cares? There you go. Accurate. Accurate. Also for OBJ. Tell me how my ass tastes. Anyway, all right. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> On that note, I think it's time to go. Look, great. Time. Look, guys. Uh, <laughs> great to catch up. Great to hang out. And, and we started early, but we still went to three. That's incredible. But at least it's not four. So look at the bright side. Thank uh, God. Anyway, Mark, happy birthday. I'm glad you're able to pop, you know, pop by and hang out for a little bit. So enjoy. I'm, hopefully, you have some good plans this weekend. Um, but it, it, enjoy your, uh, your your new Xbox. And yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, I'm looking forward to where we can uh, have our random road trip and we can catch up at a, I don't know some random exit and drink a beer too. <laughs> oh it'll, hell yeah! It'll be fun. <laughs> remember, Shannon's the DD. Just remember that. Um, <laughs> and then we're napping no it's ddd the designated drunk driver hey, and, and then we're just, just napping in a, then just we're just kidding. napping in a v-dot lot in the back of his pickup apparently so it's all good <laughs> we'll, we'll sleep in the back of the pickup we're good we'll camp out somewhere we will camp out somewhere designated drinker but okay. yeah well hey i mean you have your initials i have mine so that's right and, and so does Todd. <laughs> anyway, we love you, Todd. R R A. Rona Reacher. Rona Reacher. That's so great. That's pretty damn funny. That was so great. That's hilarious. Not gonna lie. No, it's it's fantastic. Oh my god, that's fantastic. Oh my god. Anyway, all right, cool. Man, look from all of us, all of you. Uh, enjoy the week. And uh, I, I don't know how much sports, uh, you know, I'd say go watch, enjoy some college basketball, but that's a shit show. So eh, whatever. <laughs> it's a mess. Anywho, from all of us, all of you enjoy the weekend and we'll see if we can rally up for a little bit of fun next week before we get to the Super Bowl. But uh, we'll see how that goes. Keywords are sports and brew. Look us up, man. Whether it's our home feed on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Amazon Music, or any other number of services. Crank us up, have a little fun, pop the tops. Celebrate along the way. Roll deep, my, roll deep, my friends. I thought you were ready to go MF. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, look, just saying. <laughs> if all else fails, just ask Whitfield, man. They they make a cream for that. All right. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 fuck you. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, you're such an asshole. <laughs> well, uh, I, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm totally anticipating. He, I'm totally oh, anticipating yeah. on, the, on the rewind, on the payback tour, there's going to be, he's going to get burned. Yeah. So, in this case, he did start the fire, <laughs> for sure. Anyway. Yeah. All right, there you go. That's what happens. Anyway, all right. All right, guys, go get some rest. I need to finish this beer and get the dog out one more time. Water a tree or two. (laughs) 
from, three. from all of us to all of you, good night now and peace out. Hey. Peace <laughs> out, folks. See you. Later, friends. Hey. And beware the butt pajamas and the anal swabs, okay? No. <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it live. <laughs> Come on, Dust. Fuck's sake. <laughs> That's, let me tell you what. Anal swab COVID testing is the wrong kind of Rona reach around, man. Yeah, come on. And that is it for us today. And we will leave you yep. with a. I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. <laughs> do I can go right in and do it live. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. I don't yeah, know. That, that's that's probably when you're getting. Uh, if I can find the right soundboard, that's probably when you're doing the. Uh, you know, your COVID tests. Now let's get started by letting me give you a little bit of a scenario of what my life is all about. First off, I am 35 years old. I am divorced and I live in a van down by the river. <laughs> I thought that was the better version of that. But uh, anyway, I would say, yeah. It, it, getting getting butt swab for Rona sounds like a van down by the river, doesn't it? That's about right. That just yeah, yikes. Yeah. Whew. That sounds like a bad. That's a, that's a bad way to go. Anyway, from all of us, all of you, enjoy. Thanks for listening and putting with our shit. We'll catch you on the flip side. Good night, friends. Peace out. Good night now. Late. Late. <laughs> all right, gents, get some rest, man. All right, John, Holy shit, we just did three Thank hours you. and 40 minutes. I'm yeah, going to have fun with this tomorrow. Fucking A. Always take the over. I know. Always take the over. Except in the Super yeah. Bowl, according to Mark. All right. Yeah. Late. Late. See ya. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye, folks. Woo.